Welcome to every album ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined as always by my lovely, wonderful, really, really fashionable co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is every album ever the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography. Yeah, it's a new discography. All right. All right. I'm fucking tired. It's a new discography per episode. I'm not happy. <laughs> and <laughs> today we'll be discussing every album by once, twice, thrice times a lady. It's thrice. Thrice times more than anybody deserves, really. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This was requested on Patreon by Brian. Hey, hey, Brian, thank you for supporting us and being cool and requesting stuff for us and giving us work to do. Hey, also, Brian, fuck you for this because, hey, buddy, if you, hey, hey, everyone, if you're a fan of Thrice, get out. I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> Alex, you know the protocol. <clears throat> or anybody, and, and as well as everybody who's watched this before, we don't discuss any of this shit before we meet here, before we hit record. If it's a new band uh, that, like, that we haven't dived into before, uh, we typically don't even know if the other likes the band or not. Mm-hmm. We needed no discussion. We knew from day one to now how we both feel about this band. Also, I think I've told you how I felt about this band before it even came up. And yeah, it's like you do the fucking blood brothers and RX bandits. And the next thing you know, you're doing a fucking thrice episode. Listen, I I understand not liking Blood Brothers, even though I do think they're a great band. I understand not liking RX Bandits because they're not original, even though they do some cool stuff and they started out pretty fucking awful. But this this band, I I don't understand liking if you have any kind of musical background at all. Much like the other two bands, this band has been haunting me since since high school. And I had good friends who were not into scene music, were not into emo music, who, and not that they are, they're, they're pretty diverse. I they guess. are very I, diverse. I'll, I'll give they them are, that. I'll give them that. I am going to be as fucking fair as they deserve. God yes. damn it. All right. I am not, I, am, I didn't come in here biased. I came in here really excited and hoping to find a band I liked, mm. but go on, keep going. And again, much like other bands, I thought maybe, maybe I've. I've grown out of some of my dislike for this band. I have not. I probably hate them more now than when I was in high school. And yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand why I had friends who weren't into that scene stuff, but they they said, oh, Thrice, Thrice is different. And I didn't get it then. I don't fucking get it now. There were I, brief moments where I do get it. Brief moments. And I mean brief as fuck. Well, but me, I do understand. Uh, sort of. Let me just say right off the bat, the guitar player. Um, we're going to say it right. We're not going to. We're going to say it. Not maybe not right. We're going to say it. Tepe Teranishi. That man. That man could have had a career in a fucking good band if he had better taste. <laughs> he's doing all right. Maybe maybe you don't agree with it artistically, but I, I, I mean, there's right. a lot of things I don't agree with this band. Yeah. And then, oh, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, they have good production. They have good production. But before we get into <laughs> you already know how we feel. If you want to stick around for the rest, feel free to. Or we're not, click off and go fuck yourself. But if you want to support us and hang around, subscribe if you feel like it. Talk shit in the comments. Leave your picks for best and worst if you want to play along with us. You can find 
I suppose you can. A Spotify playlist on Thrice. There's a link in the description. We got plays associated with basically every episode. I feel like it's my civic duty, even if I don't like the band, to make a playlist. So I, I, I did. It is a lot easier for this band than the Virgins. I'll tell you that. Way easier. Well, when you have a hundred albums, when you have a hundred albums, and you can find a handful of good songs, the Virgins had no good songs. And they have two <laughs> albums. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is a, we got places associated with most episodes. You can find those at everyalbumember.com. Please do that if you want to do that. And if you feel so inclined to support us, patreon.com slash every album ever, just like Brian did, you can actually suggest artists for us. We will not be accepting any requests that aren't on Patreon. I know you keep emailing me. I'm not responding because we, we can't do it. Uh, and, and even then, only tier two, tier two tiers can, I mean, tier two patrons, tier two tiers. I'm saying tiers too much. Yes. Just because I'm, I had a lot of tiers who will listen to this oh. fucking band. Mm. Tier two can suggest artists first. And even then, they're backed up by months. There's people have, that have been waiting for months we, for their their picks. That They're on the schedule. They are coming. Yes. yes. It just takes us a long time to do this. <clears throat> so go ahead and do that. You also got bonus episodes. Uh, you get discounts off our merch. You get uh, see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls. The latest poll is gridlocked. It's gridlocked. It's gridlocked between the two that I want the most. And it hasn't moved in like a few days. <laughs> We sh- we should do something uh, s- silly for a tiebreaker. How do you mean? I don't. Instead of like flipping a coin, I I don't know something silly like uh like uh we'll we'll play a round of sh- Street Fighter, but you would win because you're better at fighting games. But That's true. You know you something, something more fair than that. Yeah, yeah, something outside of the box. Because yeah. you know what I was thinking. That's way way less interesting. But also way more people pleasy. Do them, do them both. Oh, do both oh, the winners. Yeah, I want to do both. Like yeah. I like both of those. And if no one else votes on one, yeah, <laughs> then maybe. But we'll we'll see. We'll figure something out. Or you can suggest it to us on on, on the Patreon itself. So go there if you want to do that. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Last plug for me. Debut EP by Panda Monkey. If you're here for thrice, you're not gonna like it. Whatever. You can still check it out anyway. You I think know it's what? Cool. Maybe they would. That's insulting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. This is very complex in terms of what they're it's what they're trying to do is complex, but the way it comes out is not complex. Their performances are exceptional and mm-hmm. complex. Their r- music making ability I, I think they have no skills as songwriters whatsoever. So if you want to go ahead and listen to my music, if you want. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for plugs for now, but okay. Okay. So we've already took a huge steamy pile on this band and we haven't even started. Mm-hmm. What is there even to say? So they're like a million. They, it Just, takes them a while to figure out what kind of band they want to be. That's for sure. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. They to me they do feel kind of reflective of the times or um my friends who maybe did listen to a few different genres and didn't want to settle out on one, so you get thrice, but it's kind of a jack of all trades, master of none scenario 100%. for me. They they are one of the least original bands I've ever heard. They all oh, fuck, every, you're going. Yeah, they, they everything they do sounds like someone else. Mm-hmm. And a less distinct, less interesting, less talented, well maybe not less talented like on a technical level, but definitely less uh what's the word? 
uh, I don't want to say spicy, but there's no like, <laughs> there's no like tinge of life in it. It's like, it's so interchangeable. It is. They're the most, they're the most incredible average band I've ever heard. I get that. <clears throat> um, also because they, I think there's like, to me, there's like three different thraces, ironically. Um, or coincidentally. Coincidentally. Um, and so when I was younger, one version of thrice didn't exist and it make obviously the later yeah the more recent era and that makes it's weird because i always say a new steaming pile of shit doesn't make an old pile of shit better but i think in this instance it makes the old pile of shit more interesting it, i have such conflicted feelings because there is so many things about this band that I hate for different reasons because they change so much. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to, I will back up every single one of them. We're going to get deep into it. But yeah. by the end of it, I was uh, beaten down. I was exhausted. I was bored. Same. And I couldn't. And this is an interesting one because I, for, for you, I know that the worst of the worst for you is just bored to death. Yes. If you're bored to death, you're, you're checked out. You're done. You're angry mm -hmm. for me. It's when the music actually pisses me off itself. It's not when I'm bored. If I'm bored, I'm bothered and I don't like it. Yes. But there are some music that actually pisses me off. I'm like, I hate this. This band did both. For me, this band yeah. did both. I mean, yeah, I assume that's early Thrice and then later Thrice for you. And then, yeah, even the albums that on paper I'm more inclined to like, I, I mean, yeah, I like them the most, but... Yeah. I don't because the concept and the theme, some other band already did that. They are not original at all. And they are very good musicians. They, the, the singer, Dustin Kenzru, is a great singer, except the fact that he, every style he has is copying someone else. Everything, it's like everything. It's like, get, it's insane. I can't get, even fucking. Getting ahead of myself here, in the early versions, he, he does the screamy, pop punk emo, emo stuff, stuff, yeah. stuff i don't like yeah and i was like why can't you sing differently and then oh he does when he sings differently he's just doing the generic imagine dragons vocals yeah. and it's just like what is wrong with you he changes a few different times like a, a, mm -hmm. actually a good amount of times he changes his style i would and say for me those are the two distinct ones yeah but even within that like the toward like the later albums he with every album he just adds a little thing like uh a little a little bit more affect on his voice like a little bit more of like what if i make my voice sound like this yeah every album is like well what if i try to sound like this time this this time yeah, yeah. and at a certain point this is just him doing dave grohl it's him doing trying to do chris cornell like what yeah. the fuck is this and this is him doing tom york like it's crazy there's the, it's oh sorry like i said <laughs> at the top the only person who got me barely through this was Tepe. Uh, I think he does have really cool guitar riffs at times. At times they were incredible. Yes. yes. I, I think, yeah, this man could have been in a cool metal band or a, a cool post rock band, but he fucking chose violence and he chose religion. <laughs> <laughs> as the, as did mostly Kendrew. Yeah. Oh shit. And, and so I, we just further shat on them. There are moments where I'm like, this is legit. Great. 
I like this. I hope there's more of this. And then there was not. Never get, never gets over the hump. There are times where it seems like they are. There were, there were two moments, Mm -hmm. two on two different albums are like, they are becoming a band. I like, yes, thank Christ. I was worried. And then they did it. And then they went in this other direction. Like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. They picked the most boring choices later in life. It is so fascinating when you listen to each of these albums, one after the other, from a a chronology standpoint, because you see it may, I don't fucking know the intention behind these or where they were, why they did this, but it just looks like they're like, well, that didn't work. Let's try this. It's I don't. I'm not I, saying that they did did that, but it does. It definitely reads like that. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were, you know, for this type of band as sex, as successful as they could get. Pretty acclaimed for like their, especially like their the first chunk of albums. Oh, dude, like Warp Tour era. Yeah, Price was big for that type of band. Um, and then backtracking how I said the band was kind of reflective of the times and the people. And I hope I don't know anyone who still listens to this band because they're going to get really offended right now. I mean, yeah, right now. Yeah, well, sure. I mean like the people I personally, okay, okay. but I feel like those people who liked thrice much like thrice grew up to be a very boring, uninteresting band. Those people grew up to be boring, uninteresting people. Damn. That is Harsh. That is a, that is a uh, mean yeah. thing to say about your friends. Well, Holy I don't shit. think I know them anymore. I probably have a few on. <laughs> I used to know them. <laughs> yeah. And I once had a fucking neighbor of mine say that about me to someone else. <laughs> would have been great if you were like in earshot. That would have been great. Like, oh, well, I, I, you see me, idiot. You know me. <laughs> but we got so. Uh, we have a little bit of not not too much history. We, have, we mostly have a few interviews from our, our history. Tom Osmond. I loved his notes for this episode because they're, I mean, it's, it's just funny and delightful. Uh, be sure to check out our history guy, Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond sounds on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as his Substack, tomosmond.substack.com. And if you're into it, check out his debut album so much for all in a day's work, which you can find on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple, all those places, as well as the description. Um, I liked it a lot more than this band. <laughs> Fucking much. It's, uh, it's infinitely better than every single thrice album. Okay. Uh, but he has like, yeah, he has three interviews for us. Two of them. Well, well no, no, two interviews. Sorry. And then one new story. Uh, which both, is real juicy. It's juicy. It's not as juicy as I was hoping. It, yeah. Um, it's juicy enough. But. Juicy enough. But both interviews are with uh, with uh, frontman uh, Dustin Kenzer, uh One from 2021 and one from 2009. <clears throat> uh, but other than that, uh, there's, there's a very, I mean, this band has a... Let's just use the term cult-like fan base for no particular reason. And the people who like this band like this band. Oh, we're fucking... I, I mean, be- fucking, what are you going to do? Fuck, I mean, I, just leave hateful comments. Go I, ahead. I, I might, fucking don't care. I might need to go into protection services after this. They're... Hey, excuse me for a second. They're Christians. They ain't going to do shit. <laughs> But so here's a very interesting thing out, out off the gate, off the gate, out the gate, out of the gate. <clears throat> I'm an idiot. Uh, that that Tom sent in the beginning of the notes. He, this is what he he says. He says, "Is is this a band or a cult?" Well, there'll be more on that topic to come later. But check out the website of these guys, and now try to read the latest news on the band. 
Did you try to did you check yeah, this out? It's it's paywalled. Their news stories on their website are behind a paywall. What you could this get from any other news source ever? Your alternative press. So your but, Brooklyn Vegan is that what the I don't know. Uh, but you maybe. get the point. I prefer mine from the the hard times. Uh, oh yeah, right here. <laughs> so when, when you try to click on it, it says exclusive content. Uh, this content is for Alliance members only. I mean, that's already creepy, right? A little creepy. Uh, and then Tom adds, he's like, I've never, I've never seen it before. Open your mouth. Here's your money. Or, or alternatively, maybe I shouldn't be a hater and respect the band savvy enough to organize a regular revenue stream. And then he says, no, I can't do it. It's rotten in the state. Of- <laughs> Something's rotten in the state. Of Denmark. I agree. That's the thing. Like, for sure. Get, get, get your fucking, get your cheddar or whatever the hell you want yeah. to say. But it's just odd because who would do that? There, I mean, I was going to save it for a certain album, but I, yeah, the, the whole Christian rock aspect is just, it's, they're not even Christian rock, but there is something amiss. Oh, they're <laughs> like, you I, feel it and you could hear it in some of the lyrics for sure. But like, yeah, it, there's because only a few moments, uh, I don't even know if I put it in the notes. So I'll just talk about it a, little, a little bit about it here. There's a, only like a, a couple moments in one particular world. I'm like, holy, holy shit. That's a. That's a Christian rock moment. And that's like the worst music ever made. Like uh, it's a difference between like a gospel is like a like a you can treat gospel as like a genre. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a style and it can be used very effectively when it's done with the right people and with the right context or whatever. It's a different thing. Gospel is gospel. That's more like Southern black churches. It's a very specific. I mean, Christian rock gospel is a specific kind of shit that, <laughs> that is like never good. I had a few of those moments. But there is I realize why it irks me the wrong way. It's the same reason anyone slinging religion knocking on my door rubs me the wrong way. Sure, there's plenty of artists like uh, off the top of my head, like Stevie Wonder sings about God sometimes. And I don't mind it. Yeah, because it's here and there. It's part of who he is. But there is something about Christian rock and some of these songs where I feel like you're try like you're trying to like shame me or like this jam it into your people's faces so bad. And it's not even, it doesn't feel passionate. I, I don't know. That might be an Alex problem because I, I, might be. I grew up with that shit literally forced on my throat by my family. Yeah. And even then the lyrics of Christian rock feel so bland and like it, they made a joke about it in like an early South Park episode where they just literally swapped out the words oh. of like famous love songs yeah. with just Jesus and God. And it's yeah. like the same fucking thing. It's so, it, they're so faceless. I don't feel anything coming from them. I don't feel any kind of artistic or intention coming from them. And here they're just as bland and faceless, but with even less religion in it. Oh. There's only like a, a little bit of like actual religion in some of these lyrics. Well, there's like <clears throat> two albums worth, maybe more if you include one off religion songs. Mm-hmm. But, um, I fucking I forgot what oh uh, the reason I went back and forth on it is because something nice about them is every album they donate a certain percentage to a nonprofit charity which ah. is very it's I don't even think they've donated to Christian charities they're like genuine real charities ah, not bad <clears throat> Very and nice. then also I assume like oh well like what I don't think well maybe I'm wrong I don't think like 
epitaph would sign a crazy culty. No, definitely not religious band. I mean, so, maybe they would. I don't fucking know. And then, yeah, I did stumble across some interviews where I'm like, they don't seem like nut jobs, but maybe they are. <laughs> but at least on the what they're projecting is they they do seem like like sensible religious people to an extent. Yeah, there is. I mean, that's that's a it's a it's another bad thing to conflate religious people with like nut jobs because there's plenty of. And countless just religious people that are just regular people that don't fucking care what you believe. And those are, those are just, that's just a, a, a normal good person. You combine a bad person or a weird, iffy, unstable person with religion, then you get a fucking, then you get a problem. Kanye West. <clears throat> Who? Who boy? Yeah. But uh, the, another thing that, that really struck me about, about this, and it, it, it really, it maybe it's just, <sighs> It maybe it's just a fucking me mishmashing all of the religious stuff with all the the paywall stuff, but there's a thing that Tom noted here, and it, it increases with like each album, the number of managers credited on each album is it's more and more. It's weird, yeah, and it's for like he even notes at some point he's like I've never seen managers credited on any album yeah. let alone like four or five on every album yeah and it seems weird and then also you get these albums that sound extremely extremely expensive mm-hmm. and then you something about this band reeks of mega church but in rock form Mm-hmm. But like mainstream rock form, mega church. It's just unusual. It's just loaded with cash and has all like it seems like it has this weird it's, hold on some kind of some group. It's just weird. It's a weird band to me. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that statement. And yeah, I was kind of hoping with age that would go away. But I, I don't know if it gets worse, but it. <laughs> I don't think it's getting better. Yeah. Um, and they're still together. They're going to keep putting out albums uh, for many years, probably. I don't know. Well, they broke up for a little bit and they reunited. But uh, th- there are moments where I, I will I will put all... Like, again, I came in here blind. I don't go into any episode hoping to not enjoy... You think I want to fucking not enjoy a <laughs> hundred hours of my life listening to all these albums? <laughs> like, oh, I want to have a good time. This... Episodes like this are episodes like this make me hate doing the podcast because people that that watches and hear us they get the episode they get the fucking two hour max or episode mm-hmm. we have to do hours our daily lives I am exhausted from from working and on a bunch a bunch of shit and I have to force myself to listen to this shit that I don't enjoy and then actually like put aside my day and take notes objectively just, I, I'm stuck in traffic listening to music I fucking hate because I need to like actually absorb it and that doesn't even cover our <laughs> mental illness <laughs> Also, we're mentally ill. By the way, by the way, we're already like in the fucking shit show. So I'm so grateful to the fucking fans of ours that have like, hey, here's Bauhaus. Here's Talk Talk. Yes. I mean, we talked like at length about them in the last episode. That's why they're fresh. But yeah, here's fucking here's this weird noise rock band. Here's fucking uh, that stuff is like, oh, thank Christ. Thank I th- Christ. I think when this... Sorry, Brian, I'm not shitting on you, but fuck this band. <laughs> I think when we started this, we were like, we can we can tackle the occasional thrice here and there. The occasional, right? When we were wide-eyed optimists. Oh, bushy-tailed and fucking idiots. But it's like, those also are fine. 
It's also the fact that this band has 11 albums. So this band has 11 albums, by the way. As of now, they have 11 albums. First one came out in 2000. Last one was last year in 2021. Ow. And we are going to talk about every talk single about goddamn one. I can't believe how much we talked about them without getting into albums. But yeah. There is... So, oh, I hope... And this is the first time I've ever hoped this, where we don't have much to say about each album. We can fucking wrap this up in an hour, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to try. I think we're going to have plenty to say. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. But are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go, everybody. This is the first... The first album. This is 2000's Identity Crisis. Ooh, I feel like I'm at a backyard gig. Within four seconds of the song, I was like, this is a, it's not good. Oh, no. Oh, no. My stomach sank. Panic, really? Panic set in. I was like... I, I took a break for like three days. Like, I had to retake the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I had to talk you in getting back into it. <laughs> this album was like. <laughs> this is the worst music in the world in my brain. This is the worst thing. I think because. I agree that it's real bad, but also. <laughs> Maybe because I was around it, I've built up a tolerance. More of a tolerance than Dude, this... Yeah. Like, I... I... I Dude, in the past, I've defended emo. I have stripped defended emo. I can't defend this shit. I... With the power of hindsight and listening to the whole discography... I listen to this album over a lot of other ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you, I was surprised. Get the fucking idea. And yeah, on Wikipedia, they have like uh, stuff with the band saying like they they don't. I think this is like their least favorite. 100% their least favorite. Uh, by the way, worst least favorite. Fuck Ooh. this fucking album. Worst of the worst. Up like, there with the worst of the worst. I, Fuck this fucking album. I think that goes back to what you were saying where like you get mad. Yeah. And like for me being bored yeah. is so. This changed my whole outlook on this podcast. This fucking <laughs> album broke me. First album in the discography broke me. I, I, there's so many things I could say about why I hate this shit. But mo okay. First, I'll just say what, what fucking Kendrick said about it which is very interesting, is he said this in 2009, he said, the main reason why we, do, we won't play anything off of Identity Crisis is because every song on that record has a part in it that's awful. Even if it's a decent <laughs> song, that's how we see it. Like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Like, <clears throat> so every song is bad, in, in my personal opinion. I hate everything on here. If you, what you heard, that's it. That's the whole fucking album. There's nothing, there, you could try to bring up some some songs or uh, as examples, but mostly they just do other tropes of emo, other tropes of pop punk. There's some blending of metal on here. Yeah, but in a metalcore way, and that's yes. more. It's just more emo type stuff to me. Uh, or like if you want to throw screamo as a mm -hmm. word in there as well. And, and another perfect example of how goddamn generic and of the times this album is. The intro to Phoenix Ignition. Oh, dude, I hate Good that God. fucking kumbaya. The fucking, uh, yeah, the, the solo acoustic guitar fucking intro. Wh which makes sense after learning their their Christian voice. I uh, Was this 
Were they always Christian boys or would that happen later on? Oh, well, maybe not like openly like in their music. I think that happened like a little, little on, but like, but even- this, this, so, they, fucking Rx bandits had shit like that. They yeah. also like that. It's just a thing that they, that bands did at this point. And it's just, oh, it's, it never not, it never does make my skin crawl, but everything in, okay. So I'm throwing so many fucking words out, but it's all because to, to what to what end? Mike? To what end? Oh, fuck you! Because <laughs> I'll tell you to what end. The angst on this record is oh, unbearable. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, that is the war of the day. Angsty as yeah. fuck. The, for the first yep. four albums, it's just angst city. And it, it, how much can you take? Because every song is the same mood, the same feel, the same angstiness the same every the same type of chord structures the same types of progressions mm-hmm. they all feel like late era all they all mm-hmm. feel like fucking oh my they're all just minor key edgy angry angsty every fucking song yeah <sighs> yeah they are young 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 men uh who just you know if you want yeah if you want to know what it felt like uh, in the 2000s, um, listening to to bands trying to be punk and not yeah. make like there were a lot, lot of bands. I don't know why Thrice broke through, but there were <clears throat> so many bands that sound like this. You never know why some band will just land. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't. I mean, well, there was. Uh, I believe Dust. There was like a uh, a record label around um, Orange County that he would. That's right. They're from Irvine. We didn't even talk about their. their That's backstory. the first red flag. That's the first red flag. <laughs> I like Irvine as a city, but I get it. It's got some problems. <laughs> I think they have their own like fucking special police force there. It's fucking interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. Orange County is kind of a perfect metaphor for this fan. Uh, uh, I do like Orange County, by the way, but it is, it is a different, it is a very unusual two faced type of type of deal. Like LA and Orange County, they're, they're, like, they're literally a two faced coin. I, like, I will never understand people who live in beach cities that are so angry. But that's that's I, I would call that the, the kids of of those those uh, those types of parents. That makes a perfect sense because like the, the best. Sorry, you know, it's a fucking it's Mike talking. If he's going to reference hardcore punk, the some of the absolute best L.A. punk bands came from Hermosa Beach and Beach City. That's like true. A, the absolute best of the best. Um, like growing up in that kind of town mm-hmm. as a kid, especially for poor. Oh, forget about it. You're yeah. fucking, you're going to thrash. I, I think all those towns have been gentrified. Like uh, a, a dog city in Santa Monica, that doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, unless you count dog, just... Sorry, dog town, not dog city. Yeah, oh yeah, unless you just count the regular homeless that are all over Santa Monica. Yes. Place but sucks. But housing-wise. Housing-wise, yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we skipped the backstory, but uh, Kenzu and... Um, Tarani, she they both knew each other from from high school, I think. Yes. Uh, and then they got fucking brothers Eddie and Riley Breckenridge on uh, on bass and drums, respectively. Riley Breckenridge is one of the whitest names I've ever heard. It's pretty, yeah. Riley Breck, yeah, you're right. Eddie's, you could, I know a lot of brown Eddies. That's fine. No, yeah. But Riley, yeah, and you ain't getting away from that. Mm, yeah. Except unless you're killing Riley Freeman from uh, Boondocks, but <laughs> who is it? Not white. Uh, what was it? So, and also interesting, same lineup beginning to end. Rare, I, dude. Yeah, these, rare. These guys must be 
tight. Real tight, bros. Real tight. Um, Back to the album, White Sox. <laughs> what did... I mean, you did a pretty appropriate job. But like, I gave like a more of a, a shotgun blast. Yeah. Um, I think to what end... I like the opening guitar riff. There's some attempts at you. You're know, right. There, it is some good guitar work in the intro, even the, though the riff is still general. Yes, there are some attempts at like that thin Lizzy Iron Maiden guitar mini stuff, but they're this attempts. Overall, it's a pretty rough song. Yeah. Um, I guess you know if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be nice, uh, as the, as the ruin falls Can- is the. The only if, if you're yeah. gonna play one song off this album, it's gonna be that dude. That was so when I didn't know what this band was, I was like, I can't just shit, shit on everything because like I know there's something here that I don't like this genre, but there's something here for people who do. Mm-hmm. That is the one song I was like, all right, that one I can yeah, see why yeah. someone would like that one. Yeah, it's it's angry and heavy. It's one of the better ones, and it's also only two minutes, so it's it really, <laughs> I guess, it helps in that on that front. Uh, but so this is this is not about the album, but it's about the band. Forgot to mention earlier, and this is the thing that I I, I it, it enrages me to my core <laughs> that this band is the most commonly considered a post-hardcore band. What the no. fuck kind of? I think that's due to their later career and them trying to rebrand themselves into. They were maybe post hardcore in at one split second mm-hmm. and then never again. Mm-hmm. And every album, almost every album is thrown in post hardcore and they're, they're called post hardcore in like press. It's insane no, to me. Yeah. Post hardcore is fucking unwound in Fugazi and and shit that's you know great. I don't know. Oh goddamn! Uh, but this, not now. This later. No, like this album. No one's throwing around. No, they, no, no. No one's going to hear. But they do call this hardcore punk. And go fuck yourself. This is a fucking an insult to punk. God dang it! Ah, uh, I saw. <laughs> I need uh, to fucking stop. I'm, I need to stop. Yeah. I'm sorry. I saw a lot of bands they associated with it uh bought back some PTSD like the Atari's and I think Sam I, uh, Oh Sam I, am. I was just like, oh my god, I wish those this stayed deleted in my head. Oh it was not to be. Mm, I should have time stamped it, but let me tell you. I'm glad you didn't, dude. TNC, that's uh, one of the worst guitar songs. Dude, I mean even it, though I just put him over as my my the most interesting part of the band, that what? that guitar so I don't find rough. The the most of the guitar work on here is exactly what you would hear in every pop punk, not pop punk, sorry, uh, emo kind of metalcore type thing where it's like the uh, lead guitar doing this little dancey arpeggio uh, behind the the vocalist singing mm. and the rest of the, you know the rhythm section holding it down, a really prominent arpeggiated thing with the lead guitar going throughout the whole thing and it gets old it fucking gets old uh especially uh, if it's like a hallmark like thing of the genre and every single song does it jesus it really also well i don't know if appreciates the right word but like looking back on like early avenge sevenfold i was like i get why those guys blew up because i think even if I don't like the like those guys could write music like this that was objectively good. And even this band, I think there was a little there was a couple moments where I'm like, all right, I'm all right. I see it. 
I'll give you that one. Uh, but to blow up like this, I don't. I don't understand. I don't, I, it's very yeah. unusual to me. Yeah, uh, I think they had the the right connects, uh, knew the maybe, right people, and uh, maybe yeah. or they endured some cult shit. They fucking know a lot of people, a lot of money. I don't know. I'm making up fucking conspiracy theories, and I want it to catch on. Yeah, they were not. Did they? self-release this and then it got the attention of hopeless and subsidy record producer mm. lewis poson and then that then they would re-release this album uh, on, on subsidy okay yeah okay well because green flag was the original was that them uh or it might have been like a very very, very small, tiny label yeah yeah uh, but anyway, my worst and least favorite, a rough start to the discography. Obviously, it can only get better from here. No. You think so. Well, but it, and it does. I know. It does. It definitely does. And it gets different. Who knows? Fuck us. Let's just keep talking. All right. So uh, uh, you ready? I'm ready. On to the next one. Hell yes. This is 2002's The Illusion of Safety. Also, I don't know if I said it. I think I've heard like two or three albums going into this. I don't remember if this was one of them because this was like. I wasn't turned off by this. This like made me think of like Refuse. Yeah. I heard this like, all right, all right, hold on. And then I was out. And then I was out. And then I was done. Yeah, we. <laughs> still, this is a good song. I, I'll give it up for this song. You guys know how I feel about Wiener Whiny. It's a it's a Wiener Whiny vocal section for sure. But I think they're they're in terms of like the poppy. I mean, this is pop pop. Mm-hmm. It's still fun. But that shredding, good shredding. Yeah. But th- again, that that kind of lead guitar on every song, I'll blow my fucking brains out. <laughs> so, I do have one timestamp for this song. Okay. Because, because I, after all of that, I'm like, fuck, they just, more whiny bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then at a minute 45. We, we almost like, just got there naturally. <laughs> here it is. Hold on. There it is. I also like, all right, this is a new, this is a new ripple. It's very post, post metal, well, kind yeah. of post metal. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, I see where this can get good. I see, I see how they have, like, they have it in them. Yes. Has, there's a yes. glimmer of hope. I see it. That's the problem. It's always just little glimmers. Like, yeah, like lean into that more. And that is, along with maybe a couple of their moments, the only thing about this album that I enjoy. <laughs> I hate this album as well. I I think it's better than the last one, but not by nearly as much as I was hoping. I heard Deadbolt so many fucking times. Really? As a as a youth. Uh it was it was big in my in my social circles. Interesting. Also, I think it like I don't know what it's actually about, and I wasn't gonna look it up, but I think it like leaned into some of the scape boarding culture because mm-hmm. when you land with your feet uh both your feet on the the truck part of the skateboard yeah watch skateboard deadbolts oh interesting so i think there was that that tie-in double <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah uh whether intentional or not mm-hmm. i don't know uh yeah all the all the fancy guitar work in the world isn't gonna save that fucking song i mean it, there is fancy guitar in it but mm-hmm. uh 
didn't like it. And I you know, and so I'll I'll start with the things I did I didn't enjoy. Yeah. There are a ton of great riffs. Uh and I, I would say it's the first actual beginning to end song I legitimately like from the band is a subtle dagger. Yeah, that one. It's also really short, though. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. More. There's one that's less than two minutes. More, more whiny. Or sorry, metal stuff on there. Um, yeah. And it's like legitimately interesting sections, stuff I wasn't expecting. And again, I, I, I had to like, I was like, oh, that, that section, that first track, like, all right, all right. And then that song, because I'm like, oh, maybe this band's good now. Maybe. And then. And then not, and then not because then you get see you in the shallows, which is more whiny, annoying emo, and no thank you. Uh, and, and, I mean, what are the, what are the things that I, I, so another, it's so fucking angsty, but I'll give it up because it has some moments, uh, a living dance upon dead minds, decent main riff. I hate the style, but it has some moments. Um, to me, uh, a, a, the song I'm going to reluctantly give a good song is the Red Death. Um. All these kind of start off the same. I think for the most part, the majority of these songs start off real strong and then they just go into garbage territory that I'm not a fan of. The Red Death, I mean, because most of these songs are very short, but that's another short one. That one came and went. Mm -hmm. I just fucking barely retained it even after uh, multiple listens. Uh, trust can go fuck itself though I uh, knew you wouldn't like trust yeah. I like I don't like it yeah. I appreciate it because it is the first <laughs> change of pace on the album it goes slower way more mellow it just like I like the use of dynamics I'm glad it's like okay it's a different it's a different song now this is a you can't deny that this is a different song mm-hmm. than the, the whiny angsty shit from you know the previous nine tracks uh, and then uh so strange. I remember you is like weirdly red hot chili peppers in the intro with that, that clean solo guitar. Cause you're from Cause Southern from, California. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have that really uh buttery clean guitar tone that I don't really care for, honestly. Uh, but it jumps right into the pop punk. It's not a bad main riff. I don't think it's bad at all. I don't, I don't love it at all, but there's enough variety to appreciate. Uh, and the closer uh, was a fucking belt. Oh, Beltsville crucible. I hate it. It's, I don't think it's offensive. It's probably good if you like pop, pop punk. Uh, I actually like the quiet moments, but I mean, overall, it's just the same fucking thing as the rest. I like the uh, fast and furious parts if you're watching the I, video. I wonder why. Uh, uh, I wonder why you enjoyed those, Alex. Oh my goodness. And then, oh, I think the other part uh, where Idols once stood, that was the other, other oh. song I could kind of get behind. Right, uh, I only the main the only thing I really liked about that one were the drums, drums, drums. Uh, there, there are moments of drumming in here that uh, I'm like, God damn, you're probably real good, but you for go, sure you don't go into the flashy territory too often. He, yeah, I he never uh, Riley never stuck out to me uh, as doing anything really spectacular ever, and they're all clearly very good but they're all just so for better or worse for us worse for fans better they are all they're all so on the fucking same page as each other (laughs) like these are clear it's clear why they they're so tight with each other like they are they are highlighting each other they are not playing for themselves and we hate it so uh let's move on (laughs) there's a lot to to do yeah i think this next one is probably popular i'm sure Mm -hmm. uh let's talk about it this is 2003's the artist in the ambulance. They are sick, they are poor, 
little less whining. A little less, you're right. And it's not a bad song. This, this is one of the albums I heard. Because I had a, another friend who didn't like them. And he was like, he's like, look, you're not going to like this album. But I promise the production value will get you. You know why? Yeah. Well, Andy fucking Wallace. That's why. We'll talk about it after that. Sorry. And then, yeah, they're on Island Records, which I think is universal now. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, you guys get the idea. We were already fucking, we need to wrap this up a little bit. Um, also, I don't, <sighs> whatever. I'm just going to give this best. We, uh, I, I like I maybe. Don't, yeah, I, th- I I get why one would. I maybe don't agree. like maybe if I could bring myself to like listen to these albums more often, I could make a case for something something else but like it sounds fucking good a lot of it does sound good and and is this a breakout album i i can understand i can understand this one and at least it's kind of interesting or as interesting as they can get and they have good moments on here uh and i screamed andy andy wallace while the song is playing andy wallace uh he's the guy who we talked about him on our system of a down episode uh he did he he mixed basically every good album, every amazing album, every best album of all time. Yes, <laughs> he, he, and and then this one. But he's done so fucking many. Uh, that open. Th- oh, sorry. No, go ahead. That opening song. Once the strings kick in, it's it, it is it. So the reason I do like that song actually a lot is because it constantly expands. There is ki- so much shit there. Also, I feel like it's kind of well. It's probably not hard, but it's. Kind of an unsung thing when the kick drum sounds really good. I love the way the kick drum sounds. I mean, another song with great drums is All That's Left. Uh, I don't lo- actually don't even love the rest of the song, despite a, f- a few cool moments. Uh, but I do, I do like the drums a lot. And then, honestly, by that point, even though I actually don't like Under a Killing Moon, and so far we're like, you know, uh, one for two. Or uh, two for one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One for two in terms of like, you know, bad songs to good songs at the beginning of the fucking album. Uh, it's already very clear they are a better band and that the, things are going in a, in a good direction from this point. Yeah. I, I liked, I was like, okay, I'm going to give it up for most of the, the, the latter half of the album. I'll give it up for. Uh, um, there's one point that's on the song stare at the sun where i'm like is that bass or organ i don't know that is a wild bass line hey, on that song dude yeah that's a cool cool bass line very cool shit uh i don't like the song it's, it's still whiny and emo and angsty and uh i don't think and, and there's like really a really good section in the, in the the latter half of it doesn't save the song for me there's so mm. much i hate about it even though there is legitimate great stuff on there uh the, the one-two punch of paper tigers and hoods on oh yeah um was it uh peregrine yeah that's probably as good as it's gonna get for me those are two very good songs and, and honestly i like dustin screams i think he has a good scream it's a very i mean he has a strong voice he may, i mean i like what he does but he, he has a very objectively strong uh, will, set of pipes i wrote weak whiny bitch vocals so many times on so many songs <laughs> 
I'm not even really going to say it because then this is going <laughs> to get boring. He's a good singer whose choices I highly disagree with in uh, well, damn near hate. I know it. Not even near. I damn hate. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Hoods of the Peregrine is, dare I say, rad. Yes. It is a fucking great. It, I mean, it has great riffs. Great. It's actually a fucking awesome song. Yeah, like, I mean, it, say it. Yeah. This is called Spade a Spade. Listen, we hate the band. That's a good fucking song. It's a good ass song. And and honestly, I do like. The, I mean, the fucking violins on uh, was it the melting point of, point of oh, wax? Dude, ah, gorgeous, absolutely and then, gorgeous. Yeah, the, sh- the shredding on there is actually like insane, interesting, and insane. Instead of where you said it was just kind of beating you over the yeah. head on earlier albums, I think great writing, great leads on that one. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, there's a, man, there's a really lot. There's like a lot of good shit on here. By the end of it, I was like, this is actually a. So what this was to me, or is to me, is a really good a a really good album from a genre I fucking hate mm-hmm. and. I'm sorry, but I still fucking hate it. And then, but here's the thing: as I said countless times in the past, I don't care what the fucking genre is. If it something, it, I can be changed. I can be convinced. I can be swayed. And I knew, like these guys can convince me. This isn't the album to do it. Mm-hmm. This isn't it. I still hate this fucking shit. Like I, I, I appreciate it, but I don't. I'm not gonna go back to this. And then, what seems to be a common trend for me is not liking title tracks no matter what it blows blows it fucking blows i maybe the worst song on here emo dog shit it's It's bad it's It's bad real bad especially because (laughs) you know the you know three out of four songs going into that are real strong so yeah it's i do prefer you know the the second half of this but even then it still has a few flubs like the closer don't tell him you won't ask i think is more the same it's not terrible but I mean, I don't, and this is the first time I'll say it, but I, I wrote this maybe more than uh, any other thing on these notes, more than any other episode that we've done. Uh, not that great. Cool outro, though. <laughs> this band has the most cool outros, but shitty songs than any band I've ever heard in my entire life. I think I was so like the songs would get to me so much that if I noticed a cool outro, it was... It was what? I, oh, I just like didn't, just notice, didn't even notice it. Yeah. I was so like, the way, I mean, the way I listen to music in general is like, if I, if my, if I notice something, I immediately like, all right, all right, what's this? Mm-hmm. And I, I, it kind of like regained my hope of like, maybe something's changing. Something else is going to happen. And uh, without giving too much away, too much away, uh, there was a, a long, a long dry spell where I, I was actually counting how many albums it would take for me to actually stop and go like, Hey, what was that? <laughs> That's how long it goes without anything good happening for me. <laughs> but this wasn't it. This wasn't that. This was actually, oh, this is a good album. It's a good album from, for insanely, insanely emo shit. Alex's best, but kind of the spite of, <laughs> but kind of despite default. Ah, uh, shit. But I will not be listening to any of these albums ever again. Nor will I, but uh, I didn't think I would be coming back to this one regardless. Also, I, I w- get it. I get it. But. Also, I will say that at the time I was like, okay, if, if my friends like this, whatever. Just, yeah. Whatever. But then, you know, we got, we got something to tackle right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we are moving on.
So, you ready? I'm ready. This is the... Oh, hold on. I can say this right because I... I mean, I know how to say it, but I just want to double check. So, I'm going to buy time, pretend that I'm doing something important. You know what I mean? And bam, remember how to say it. Okay, here we go. This is 2005's Visu. I made the mistake of looking up the lyrics to the song. Should have did that. Should have did that. Why? What were they about? Oh, well, you know, I thought maybe this is like a... About being punk rock kids. Ooh, it's about being fucking Christian. Fuck. Hey, honestly, it's, like I said before, it's pretty punk rock these days. It's no. not popular. No, get the fuck out of here. I'm sticking by it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But it is not popular, and that is punk as fuck. Stand by that. Having said all that, though, I don't hate this song near as much as I thought I should. Because I hate this this fucking chanting the fucking song title type thing. I don't think it's bad, though. I feel like a band. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm all... Now it's better. Sorry, sorry. But... Because... This feels reminiscent of stuff I like. It's not quite but reminiscent of stuff I like. But go on, go on, sorry. I think a band that does this better and they were rewarded for it was Rise Against. Like, if I'm gonna listen to shit like this, which uh, very, very rarely, I'm gonna go Rise Against. Alright. There's a reason they're an arena rock band now, and Christ is Christ. Well, they got their cult. So, even though we just heard a couple of the same same old sections, it, that song does have a lot of changes as it goes on, and I think it has really good arrangements. Best. And this is an album that I didn't think I would ever give best. <laughs> say 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 something. Least favorite. All right. So, that, I think this is the best album. I think that... Mike. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't... I don't love this. I don't, I'm not going to go back to this. And I was, <laughs> you, what you, this was to me. You have three or four albums that would have been acceptable. And I'll, t- I'll explain, I'll explain, Alex. I'll, if you, if you listen, okay. Alex, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just fucking, I hate it so much. So I, I actually enjoyed this album in a weird way because what this was, this is the ultimate potential album to me mm. this is the ultimate potential album because one it is still emo it is still super emo but there was a, there was so many moments where it goes past that it goes heavier it goes brutal it goes unexpectedly it goes melodic that you could tell they want to get out of that they're like all right we're getting tired of the emo shit we're still in it we're still gonna sing kind of whiny for most of it but we want to dabble and the dabbling was like this is the dabbling is like, well, it's like oh, oh shit, this is this is interesting. I didn't see that. I did not see the song going that way. I, most of the songs, I never see where they're going, which is the only time in the entire discography that happened. And even though I hate emo, just like the, the I couldn't really get into the last album. Even though I appreciate that it's a good emo album, this one, as the great Thin Lizzy, a much better band once said, "You got to give it up." No, <laughs> you got to give it up. No. <laughs> The, I mean, yeah, I know you don't care about lyrics, but all the lyrics did it for you. I fucking knew it would happen at some point. Yeah. The lyrics, dude, they only get in the way. 
Yeah, yeah. The religious overtones are too much for me on this album. Um, I mean, they sure they do things that are interesting, like um, between the end and where we lie. One of the most absolute gorgeous intros in in opening sections. They're, they're dabbling in some electronic stuff there. That's, Fucking. Like I would say, damn near brilliant. Like how they got that sound. The vocals definitely take a bit away. I'm gonna tell you right now, the rest of the song drags it dragged the whole experience down so hard. Yeah, it does. But the fucking beginning is so angelic that I'm like, at least it's in the beginning and not mm-hmm. in the middle or the end. Uh, I will another nice thing. Well, I guess I have a few. Uh, you know, music box the beautiful. Action. Actually, successfully worked in a music box, which, uh, if you listen to our Coco Rosie episode... They are tacky. Coco Rosie is one of the tackiest bands I've ever heard. And then the last thing I like is, uh, like, Moths... To Flame. The... I don't know if I've ever heard an acoustic guitar part with 16-note drums used like that together it is very it's i mean it's post metal that's it's a unique. lot of post metal shit there. yeah and that's that that's what i'm talking about like i mean even though the mood of, the, of that song is the same as the rest of them it's starting to wear on me by the, mm. that point in the album uh the fact of like oh they're going they're they're not shying away from really really low tuned guitars mm-hmm. and really heavy and then and then Dustin's screams like he has good guttural screams when he fucking pushes what it. he wants to exactly he also and, has little bitch screams on hold fast hope uh hold fast well hold on hold on fast hope uh, <laughs> I like it I like it, it you're right you're, yeah you, I mean they are pretty bad still there but that fucking fuzzy slidey bass rules love that and and especially the guitar tone on there which are they're super clangy and angry which is not a thing we get from them very often mm-hmm. love me some clangy guitars you don't get too many clangy guitars in this band no maybe you know maybe if the lyrics were about something else you don't I, like hope alex you don't like holding fast for hope no no you're right hope yeah, is stupid I'm for not- the week you're right <laughs> My uh, hatred of Christian rock blinded me. That none of this registered as Christian rock to me. I, not even is, a little bit. It is. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't mean lyrically. I, whole, mean, I mean musically. It's the only one that is labeled as such. Although there's another album where I feel like they come back to it really heavy, and uh, it's this one of the most off-putting things in the world to and, me. And that is why I don't give a fuck about lyrics because they don't get. They don't. They will never hinder my experience of music. That's how pure, quote unquote, I am with this shit. Because like, unless it's Creed's "Can You Take Me Higher," that's that's the only. Christian. That's the that's the exception, huh? That's the exception. <laughs> that, could, that guitar riff fucking rules. <laughs> Which thrice would like take that, me higher? Alex Scott stabbed me in the back. <laughs> uh, wonderful pianos on for miles, I think. They almost have like a, have a very classical feel to it. Um, and I do mean classical, like the era of classical. Um, not so much romantic or Baroque or anything. It's, like it's very it's very classical. I kind of love it, honestly. And you know what? It is... It might be my favorite <laughs> fucking thrice song. That's, maybe that's a little oh, bit much, but I do yeah. like it a lot. I, I, and the outro is absolutely incredible. I, Twisted and brutal. It's fucking I, great. I did add four miles on my on one of my picks so uh, it's great great song i don't know about all time but uh 
Yeah, I guess one of their stronger ones. Absolutely. I think without question, one of their best songs in their entire fucking discography. It's because it has that, that, that juxtaposition of like the pretty and, and heavy, which is not exactly original or anything, but the extremes, this this band doesn't dabble in extremes. Mm-hmm. Those are the extremes. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a very, it's, it's a thing. It gave me hope. Like these guys are fucking with some, some brutal stuff. They're actually going hard. Wonder where they're going to go next. <laughs> so this was like, it, it was a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. It, it gave me hope, which is gay, by the way. I said hope is bad, stupid. All right. We're sticking, we're sticking hold, with that. Hold fast hope. hope. Hope is stupid. But it was also like it, it proved that they can write something interesting and that, that was at least a little bit original and, and going in a direction that was actually uh, it's, it wasn't well worn, you know, mm. emo and post metal is not a thing that, that are often combined. So at least like, holy shit, that's something that's something else. And it's honestly the only album I think is consistent. The only one, even though I still don't like of destinations at all. And I think uh, Red Sky is a ridiculously whiny closer. I think one more album is... Well, I actually do think a lot of albums are consistent for what they're going for. It's just not not my cup of tea ever. Uh, Rarely. It's hard. So, especially toward the end, I'm like, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of someone who would enjoy this. But even then... Every single I'm, what I consider a consistent album is something that is constantly making it so the album feels fresh with every track. Mm. That is, and when every song is the same fucking song, basically, you're, I mean, there's no way. And this is weirdly diverse. This is a really diverse sounding no, these record. Are, these are people who uh, did the skinny jeans and maybe some color in their hair, and then. Uh, then they went through their EDM phase, and I'm surprised this band doesn't have an EDM album. Uh, they and then did. they became like hipsters who are into craft beers and all that. Uh, you know, there are still some manly men left who like craft beers, but the, the, but the image has been tainted. I think let, the image has been... Let me just say, I, I have nothing against craft beer. I don't like beer in general, but I'm yeah. saying, like, no, 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 the, no. the image of it has been tainted by the wusses, I think. It has, but, yeah, I was just trying to paint an image of, like, I think also because I saw one of these people at a brewery working, and I was like... <laughs> you, saw, you saw Dustin Kenzer at a brewery? <laughs> he might as well have been... <laughs> Oh shit! But my best, and honestly, uh, this is like a—I I mean, I think this is one of the, like, one of the. I think I read a quote later on in Tom's notes where he says, where Dustin says that there's a lot of fans that wish they would go back to this type of thing, and and they're specifically referencing this album. And this is like—I'm not going to go back to this, wow. but I do think it's like this pulled me out of my hatred of emo into like, oh, now this this is how you do that. This is how you get someone who's not a fan of the genre to enjoy it. Yeah, I, and I guess, you know, they're riding the wave of the artists in the ambulance and, like, I don't know if they would get more popular than this. I don't I, I don't, don't know what so. kind of venues they they do these days. I'm sure they do theaters. Yeah, I'm sure they do theaters. Yeah. It's fine. But uh, this is my best. I think is the most consistent and most interesting uh, maybe the most consistent. I'm not going to say the most interesting because they do do some interesting shit, even though if I don't, even though I don't like it or love it. But I do think this is one that that, that is good for non fans of emo who are open, like me. 
So check it out if you feel like, or don't, don't care, really. Let's just move on. If you're like me, you take your Christian rock elsewhere, mister. Alex's least favorite, which is a lovely little, little aligning of hatred and, and enjoyment. There. Oh boy. Oh yeah. But we're on to the biggest douchebag concept couple of albums that I have that we've covered on the podcast for sure. I mean, have we covered a douchier concept album? Uh, pro- Maybe. Probably. Yeah, probably. And uh, yeah, I... This, this is what like I think I was like may, maybe like in real time maybe they'll turn it around, and then I heard about these albums and I'm like you're just all right. Let's it, intro it. So this is a four part concept album split Thank, into, into two albums. Thankfully, they're not like. They're not. They're. They don't go over an hour. They're like fifty minutes each, which yep. is still too too long. But it's two albums, four part concept album based on Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, I'm kidding, of course, but it is based on Fire, Water, Air, and Earth, which is. I mean, just watch Avatar if you want to enjoy yourself more. Sorry, there's, sorry, all right. I'm sorry. There's a man who did this concept better, and I who did Mastodon. They get all all elements. Yes, and I fully believe. I have no proof. I just believe in my heart of hearts that they heard Mastodon say that, and then they. There's no way they copied Mastodon. They're nowhere even in the Le- same ballpark or the same fucking. Leviathan league. was pretty fucking huge. Though. That was that was. I, mean, I thought it was just. I mean, I consider that Moby Dick more than water. It's so. Mastodon, like before they even talk about Mastodon the first. Let's talk about Mastodon, about Mastodon <laughs> which I love to do. Yeah. Um, they were very open before it was even finished that their first four albums were going to represent the elements. I know uh, Fire was a uh, their first album. Uh, remission. Remission. I was going to say emission, but close enough. Then you got Water with Leviathan, and then you have Earth, the Holy Mountain, with Blood Mountain. I'm thinking of. I'm just thinking of fucking uh, Jodorowsky. Oh, all right. Ignore me. Listen, to Alex. And then you have air with crack the sky. Ah, I get it. I see it now. They were very open about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even before, I think even maybe before Blood Mountain, but for sure by the time they were like our next, you know, we're going to do this like four album thing. And you know, arguably they're more douchey about it because not counting remission, the other three are isolated concept albums on their own. Yeah. Le- Leviathan is about Moby Dick or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, the rest are all about these like, fantastical, whimsical yeah. fantasy stories. I don't know. They, they're interesting. But uh, this is just like, no, these are about things about air. <laughs> these, yes. are, these are things about water. And it's also another thing before we jump into them. They are because we have to address it. Each volume or whatever, mm-hmm. each element is a different genre which i personally think is a very tacky thing to do i i think it could work with a more talented band i think they kind of fall on their face i think no no i get that entirely but i think the 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 notion of let's split this one album into two halves is a mm. very flawed concept if you want a good flowing album. And that is where we're going to lead into. This is the first part of the, of the two. This is the Alchemy Index Volumes 1 and 2. Fire and Water. Fire and Water. 
Now I'm going to shit on everything I said by saying the song rules. <laughs> my, so my problem is none of these songs made me think about fire. No. No, no, not even close. I just yes. no. slip in the blood brothers. Fire, fire, fire. I mean, at least that makes me think about fire. Can't fucking ignore it, really. But this, this is no, fucking, this is heavy, fucking heavy This yeah. is a fucking rad. And now I like his voice. I just, this is, I like his voice. Dare I say ISIS-like at times? If not, like he's a better vocalist than Aaron Turner for sure. Aaron Turner's not I, I a good singer. That. Aaron Turner's a better everything else. He's a this guy's a better vocalist for sure. And this song rules. Even those those effects in the background, they're really like yeah, really abrasive and so cool. Also, odd time signature. Yeah, they're they're full post metal right here. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's talk a little bit about this so, thing. Yeah, and even though I don't think they like fully execute on this this concept, um, not at all. This, I mean, this to me is like their most interesting error. Personal favorite. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, this is easily, easily, and this is the album that was essentially the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end yes. album. And so the the fire volume, the first six tracks mm-hmm. are their best six songs, I think, they've I, ever done. I don't like Burn the Fleet. You like Burn the Fleet? No, uh, but I do agree that it's some song or strong. Burn the Fleet is the is the only moment of levity on the first half. It is the pop, it's more popular, it's standard rock. I it's t- what it did for me was it took the place of the angsty whiny shit mm-hmm. and it's like oh if we're just gonna swap that out for this i'm on, I'm on board hell yeah um but everything else is the, brutal heavy post metal and oof. it's done well the flame del- uh, a deluge that's yeah. that's my favorite first song ever doom it goes full doom it's fucking like doom it. metal yeah that's it's, why i like it and it's actually good and guess what it's a three and a half minute doom song but yeah the the issue i have with the fire like you you know there's some strong heavy moments on here yes not once do i think about fire really uh i don't give a fuck that's why i'm so glad i don't care about these these because Honestly, I'm trying to fucking forget that this thing has a concept at all. Cause it's so uh, sloppy and mm-hmm. in, I don't know what's what's the word fucking uh, sophomoreish is that if I want to use an asshole word like that. It feels like it's the same thing you you think of when you think of fucking neutral hotels and Frank. Yeah, it's, it's like oh it's, you were in high school and you thought about the elements. Okay, it's very shallow. It it'd be yeah one thing if there was like elements and then something more going on but it's 
really just the elements. Yes, you're better off watching Avatar. Sorry, but uh, the messenger uh, f- fifth element or the fifth. No, that's a hell of a movie. That was a good ass movie. Hell of a film. The messenger is the first time we start getting some electronic elements in it. Ooh, ooh, it's mm-hmm. great. I like it a lot. It and it's it, it's also uh, a, a great bit more energetic than the, than the opener, uh, which is a, it's a great great quality for a, a follow up second track. Uh, and then what what was it? What is it? Um, the arsonist is where I was like, okay, this band. So win me over. Yeah. I, I, I think thought, I'm, I I thought think I'm a fan maybe, of this band. Maybe. Yeah. That song was like, all right, all right, I'm a fan of the band. And then we get to side two. Water, there's, which is there's some cool stuff, but couple. It, it's like what it, it, oh. what it is, is it's it's just full electronic. Yeah. It's electronic. I didn't I didn't yeah, I didn't feel very strongly about it but yeah like digital c is very much them that one's fine that's kind of them trying to do like the deftones thing there's a few moments where they you see them trying to do some deftones and it's um not as good as deftones i would say but digital c i think is cool it's even a little bit dancey it's better than you expect i think (laughs) but open water i'm all for this like kind of bjork soundy stuff going on which it's, I wasn't expecting. It's all ambient electronic stuff. I did. I didn't like Open Water. I don't like. I mean, I really hate Lost Continent. I think it's boring as shit. And it won't be. It's the first time, but it won't be the last, where they completely, completely rip off Radiohead with the Whaler. I mean, good God Almighty! That, Certain times they just want to be Radiohead. I think that song is made worse because it's right after Night Diving, and I think Night Diving is. Uh, arguably strong song i don't mind it i think it's yeah. actually quite soothing i think it's good driving music and then like that's just like you're like oh shit okay i'm ready i'm ready and then the whaler just falls Ooh, flat on hurts also hurts. if you're gonna sing about whales like i said earlier you're already you, just listen to fucking one of the most brutal albums ever which is leviathan which is not exactly you're this, al- you're already ripping them off and even though there's no there's no evidence it's, it's but, we all got yeah. the elements we could all talk about yeah, the elements yeah. yeah but also you know i'm already thinking about leviathan it the album came out already and then you got a whale or something you better bring the ruckus they lost the ruckus couldn't find it and even never brought it is, back yeah and even though this isn't the ruckus side but in terms of electronic dreamy stuff you better I don't mind the the closer Kings upon the main. I, I think it's a it's got really nice production. Um, it's more of the same electronic moodiness, but at least it, it feels a little different. But, but, I mean, really, this is a fucking flawed concept, and I don't mean the elements. I mean, like I said earlier, splitting your album into two completely different halves with in and this is the most important part: ridiculously different energy levels. <laughs> I think You're two different bands essentially. It might as well be a split comp or a split LP, whatever. I don't know. I think uh, I think a more talent. Well, uh, I think a better band could pull it off. I, I, I haven't heard it done where it's this dichotomized. Like if it's two concept concepts in one or two crazy genres in one, but you're like you're, you're interweaving them and you're finding a way to make the album flow as a whole. Mm-hmm. This is just you think this album's one thing and then all right now you got a new band and now you got it. It's basically two EPs. Pretty much. And if it were EPs, Fire would be best and personal favorite. It, like yeah. by far. Like those 
I might actually consider I'm not going to, but I would consider going back to this band if it was just that. Again, just those first six songs. This is where the, uh, you know, I'm all for the bang for your buck. You like the flow, the the overall, yeah, the, yeah. the whole so, yeah. entity. So I think it's a flawed, flawed fucking album, but with, I mean, their best songs on it. It's insane. And at, at this point, I was like, I didn't know it was the beginning of the end. But by the next album, I was like, oh, they're done. They're done. The band's done. But here, I was like, they have more potential. They can go anywhere. They, they could go, go anywhere. I sure hope they go in the direction I like. And they don't. They, but, w- they win a match in Dragons and whoever but, else does music like that. Yeah. So my personal favorite, just for the first six songs, and uh, they are really formidable. They are formidable songs. They are fucking great. But the rest is, uh, well, it's water, I guess. Water under my bridge at this point. But now for the second half. Here we go, everybody. This is 2008, The Alchemy Index, Volumes 3 and 4. Air and Earth. (laughs) We got some volume over there? Uh, Yes, yes we do. Oh, this takes Takes a while. while. I didn't read about this, but I will... um, I guess I can kind of put them. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess I got a little bit of a uh, dusting quotes here. Look up to brand new skyline. I think the song takes a little bit to get going, but I think it's a good song. It had. I don't like it because I think it's confusing and uneven song. But boy, does it have some fantastic sections in there. I got a timestamp if we don't get to it. I hope so because uh, the, the good parts are just really exceptional. Whoa! Oh, did it again. God damn it! Every every episode is going to do it now. I I really wish I feel awful. Should I just yeah, just continue where we left off? There we go. There we go. Except that was actually part of the song. I'm like, oh, that's a crazy band, too. Yeah. Kind of annoying. All right. I guess we're not listening to it. (laughs) Let me... I, I, <laughs> oh, I wish shit. I knew I'm on the Wi-Fi. I don't know why this is happening. Let's try it with my phone. Yeah. Mine's, I've never had that issue ever. So let's, uh, you know. No, I'm going. Only, only for the timestamp, though. Let's see. Are right, you going to try it again? <laughs> we ain't done, folks. We ain't done. Let me go to a minute 30 here to redeem myself. Also, I personal favorite. Oh, shit. All right. Well, let's just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, a one thirty mark it up. All right. Now this is fucking awesome. It is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Crack it. Give me, give me one more. It's a, a quieter. Yeah. Do this every single time. Yep. Yep. Just record the same song over and over again. I don't give a shit. Does it feel like ISIS? Yes, it does. But it's still, it's a little bit prettier. There's a little bit of personality to it. There's a, a little bit of, dare I say, uniqueness that the band normally doesn't have. I don't even fucking go to that. ISIS well works better for them than going to, like, the Deftones well or yep. whatever other fucking bands yep. compare them to. All right, all right. We got, we got the idea. That- so your personal favorite. Now, this was the beginning of the end for me. Um, 
when I heard it first, I was like, oh no, all right, they're going in a direction that's not brutal post metal. Why is it your favorite? I, okay. I just think the air sections are real pretty, real uh-huh. nice. I, this went down the easiest for me. Ah. I, and let me tell you, the earth parts, they went fucking country. It's and in my head, I had this idea of what I thought thrice doing country would sound like yes. and they only did it in one song which one is that uh what was my least favorite uh or actually no the last two tracks kind of fucking suck yes they do <laughs> but <laughs> moving mountains i think they fucking pull it off i don't like it i don't care for it it's just uh, i find it to be dark edgy folk and that's what it is it but is but i think i can see why it would work for it some I think you have, like, the earth isn't humming, the banjos. That is, that actually, that song does rule. It's kind of an epic folk song, and I wish there was this nothing but banjo on that song, but I'm still... So, what what that song is, that I think is really important, interesting to note out, really, honestly, the earth isn't humming is their last post, real Mm. post-hardcore song, Mm -hmm. because... I mean, it's acoustic, yes. but the types of, it's like we would he, like what you think of when you hear like the, the fucking, uh, the bootlicker yeah, yeah. from Melvin's, this is not the Melvin's. They are much better and it, where it's like, Oh, these are just Melvin songs, but with no distortion. <laughs> it, that's what, it's, it's a heavy post hardcore song, but with just acoustic guitars. Yeah. Um, I will say, even though it's in the air section, a song for Millie Michelson, Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's actually there's like nice. a Western vibe to it. It's uh... it's not it's not bad. I thought I'd hate that one. Uh, didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. And also, and I don't mind Daedalus either. That one's I think one of the more boring songs. It is. Though. It's so fucking low energy. But I can't. Something about me can't say it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really well done. The guitar tone is insanely bluesy. It's like C. Ray Vaughn bluesy yeah. level. Uh, but there's, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of good moments. A lot of interesting moments. Again, low energy. It's not my thing. I'm not going to go back to it, but it's just something there. Yes, and I think Silver Wings is like their best electronica song. Like, uh, it's good. I, I do think though, if we're being nitpicky about what elements sound like what i do think there is like an overlap of uh of air and water where it sounds more like it should have been on the the last record yeah they're a little interchangeable here but for sure and it's the only song in this record that sounds like that uh one last thing i want to mention about this one is digging my own grave which let's get that saloon piano I know, stand up bass. Mm-hmm. Sultry and dark. Uh, I don't think it's that original, but it's novel, and I think it's well done. Yeah. Also, another song with some old timey piano, uh, and it works for me The Lion and the Wolf. Ah, that is one dramatic as fuck it, track right there. It's a pretty fucking somber essay. I couldn't say it was awful, it just made my eyes roll. It is uh, also funny how the. Uh, the Mastodon juvenile uh, elemental theme EPs as albums is what I think is the most interesting. It's generation. our favorites. And we we use those as like examples before starting this episode. Like, oh, they made these fucking things. I mean, fucking Jamokes. 
So the reason why they, they, they bothered me is not just the fact that they're split into halves, which I think is a weird thing to do for an album. Uh, it's like inherently they're, they're saying we could do it all. I'm sorry. You can't, yeah. you can't yeah. do it all. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe some people can. But, in fact, many people can. <laughs> they like, I just don't think they can. They like to dream big, but uh, I, yeah, maybe, maybe some different people with the guitar player could have pulled it off, but uh, not this, not this group. Uh, well, uh, this also out of morbid curiosity, I, I looked up when uh-huh. Mastodon released their albums. So Blood Mountain came out in 2006, right? Yeah. yeah. So it had been known. Uh, I guess. Uh, Kirkus guy didn't come out until 2009, right? But they before but they were like, we, hey, they were like, I don't think these guys were copying Mastodon. You know why? I think they, I think like you said, I think they copy a lot of people, but they do it in a way that's like, I, the reason why I think they didn't is because I think they would sound a lot more like they, these guys have no problem sounding exactly like other bands. Yes. And I think that's like, they pick and choose these things where it's like, Oh, well you, you you took this concept from this band who's blowing up, but it doesn't sound like it. So uh, I, I don't think because I think it's it's general enough to be like it's just the element. It's not like this profound thing of a story of a thing. Sure. Whereas you can make that argument, and you did make the argument pretty well on the RX band. It's where one album sounds a lot like Volta, <laughs> and it was like right around the time Volta is yeah, blowing yeah. up. That's that's that makes sense. Yeah. This is just a concept, and it's very, it's very broad. broad. And and like I said before, it's not, I don't think it's a very inventive concept, even for Macedon. That's why I think the going know, deeper into the Moby fantasy. Dick is far more yeah. of an interesting concept than water. But uh, so I think this is where these albums are where uh, um, Teranishi starts producing the, the albums mm-hmm. I mean, sounds good yeah, obviously they, they all they, sound really really they, good yeah they learned a lot this is what dustin said about this these records he says the alchemy index was meant to be a weird side project we were trying to do because it was strange and exciting then when we started to work on it it became the thing it takes everything we did in visu and pushes it out to different limits i do think the process of doing that was very unique in terms of setting much setting a much broader trajectory of where we could go in the future hey right the, the doesn't ir- it do that the, the, it does do that there was a beautiful <laughs> sweet bitter irony in that oh my god they they really picked one lane after this album <laughs> and they fucking stuck to it and that lane is perplexing it sure is you ready to move on <laughs> yeah to the next fucking five albums we're not, i can't believe we're not i wish i wish they stayed stood stay, stood stayed broke, broken i wish they died yeah. i didn't wish that. i'm kidding i'm kidding they go to heaven it's okay so next album here we go everybody the beginning of a whole thing <laughs> this is 2009's beggars also getting a little I was like, okay. Yep. Okay, Daryl. Okay. Yep. Okay. Some nice, really uh, busy drums there. I was like, we're not going back. Oh, shit. We went back. So this is their Muse song, basically. I fucking wrote that. Yeah. This, hey, I hope you like Muse, because they just heard them once and decided, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that now. <laughs> Like, how much of a news thing is it to go like, 
hundred percent is. Oh my god. And they really got the budget locked on that. And I was like, maybe it's just one song? That's news to a T. Yep. It's objectively nice. It's not a bad song. But there's someone else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't do that and just not get credit. It would be, yeah. Yeah, I was like, maybe it's this one song, and you know, objectively, it does sound it does sound nice. Not a bad song, but then yeah. light comes on. Uh, I don't even hate it. It's just not innovative. It's not. I mean, it's. I mean, so now they're just a regular alt rock band. And and we, for some reason, get it the, keeps getting called post hardcore. We get that on uh, Double Speak. Fuck that song, dude. It's generic. I mean, there's a cool section in there with some dirty bass for sure, but that's. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not to save the whole thing. Um, I oh, think. I think good. the title track's actually good, though. It's just buried. Really? I. You know, I think so. It, I was getting fucking strokes vibes from that. Really? Yeah, mostly in like the vocals. Mm. Mostly the vo- like. There's a, better than Muse. You know how every stroke song has that layer of distortion over the vocals? Yeah, yeah. There's some of that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it just it just felt like right, I'm not saying they're ripping them on there, but um, you, you know what I will say? Huh? Cool outro, though. Cool. Yeah, cool that song feels like a holdover from the last album. Yeah, yeah, that could have been on or whatever you want. Whatever. Yeah, whatever volume. Um, so I don't like. OK, so oh, man. All right. This, here, is, here, this is the least boring of the. Butt rock, generic rock error. I uh, think it's the second least. Second least? Okay. Yeah. Uh, because there's, I, I'm okay with a couple songs. I don't really like anything on here except for like the first two tracks. And Excel is fine. It's simple. It's not too bad. It has some moments. But it has some moments of not so greatness, but it's, I think it's decent. Circles is where, okay, now we're Radiohead again. Hope you like Radiohead again. We're Radiohead again. The I mean, problem is Radiohead's such a fucking high bar. It's a high bar, but it's also like, you know what they do. They've been doing it for a long time. If mm-hmm. you try to do their style of thing, everyone is going to immediately jump to the one of the biggest bands in the world. Yes. Like, it's ripped from someone like Led Zeppelin. It's from someone who's unknown. All right. Just yeah, yeah. Be smart about it. For fuck's sake. And <laughs> it's just so it's just tacky to me. I keep saying that word, but a lot of this band is like, well, let's try something like this now. And it's transparent. It's like. They should just fucking stick with what works for them. Well, they did, I guess, with this album. They fucking stayed because they, they're going to be this forever. Uh, this is basically this, their new thing that they, they're not going to change from. I mean, this isn't full on butt rock the way. I think what, it's pretty close, though. It's, it's close. Yeah. but There's still some interesting things. And and the thing that perplexes me about that is like. Does radio in middle America even play these fucking songs? Like, what is the whole point of going into this genre when you have your your following, uh, your little fucking Vans warp Tour people who are now awful adults? Well, Dustin addresses that very thing. Oh, okay. Well, what he says about this... Uh, apparently, well, first of all, apparently this album got leaked three months before release, which is a real... 
pain in the ass. I didn't even know people were still leaking albums. 2009? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did we have streaming services? No. Yet? No. We're no, like on the cusp. I was like 17 in 2009 or something. Yeah, there's no way. Uh uh, he said uh, he didn't get mad over it though, which seems pretty cool. Uh, but he says about about the you know the band becoming this thing. He says with almost every record we've been like, should we change our name because the records have been different? Actually, the funny thing is that this might be the first time we didn't say that. And uh, this time we were like, whatever, we're just doing our thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently, this is like them. This is their true form, which like, is fucking. And explains the blandness. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like if this is if it took them experimenting with better music to get i mean it's not that this is bad it's just it's every fucking song feels the same and, and it's gonna feel the same for the next five albums mm-hmm. like there's no like this one the maybe once in a while you'll get like oh this song is a little bit more happy than the rest but otherwise it's the same exact types of songs mm-hmm. it again getting a little head it's also so wild to break up or go on hiatus forever <laughs> and just like yeah yeah we're gonna double down on this uh yeah it is an yeah oh jesus christ uh he also he also noted um about how fans want to, to not <laughs> hear this shit. He says, uh, I, I say a fair amount of people who want us to go back to Visu didn't like it when the record came out. I just don't get it. I do get that people are nostalgic for things, but I think they confuse nostalgia for good music, like that they can co- uh, th- that they can coincide. I can have nostalgia for something pretty awful, but it's because I liked it at a certain point in my life and I still have a fondness for it. Hey, buddy, this album blows. That one's better. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have no nostalgia. This is the first time fucking hearing it. I don't know who am I to say. I don't, yeah, know, yeah. I don't listen to me. But, but uh, he does now address the Jesus stuff. I'm sure it's <clears throat> probably been interesting. Very no, I mean, well, wow, it is. Uh, first time we, we've got it in an actual written form. Um, at least this album, when this album came, this is 2009. I didn't even dig because I'm like, it's gonna piss me off. It's very reasonable, I would say. It's not. The thing I agree with, mm-hmm. and I think it's a little bit uh, hoity-toity, but he's not shoving it down your throat. Uh, he says, I, "I like." He says, "I try to write in a Except way." on two albums, and not if you don't, not if you ignore them. <laughs> I, says, I try to write in a way that anyone can appreciate the lyrics and hopefully be challenged by them, or is made to think. All right, go fuck yourself. Uh, says, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says the basic parameters of the song are the same as the gospel. So whether or not you think it's true, you understand because the story still has power. So it seems like he's trying to go in like. Uh, teach the lessons of the story without like not necessarily saying oh you have to listen to it because of this underlying belief like a lot of the stories of the bible are good stories with good lessons even if you don't really you don't uh buy into like the you know the the the, the, the product or whatever the fuck there's sodomy there's murder yeah, those are great fucking stories what do you think i'm talking about <laughs> those are the ones i'm talking about fantasy it rains frogs and, and you're talking about you're talking about old testament i'm talking about new testament is the one with like the you know be good to your neighbor stuff. oh yeah yeah i don't i don't know the difference and and christians well Jews, uh, Old Testament, Christians, New Testament. That's, that's basically the, the thing. Jesus is uh, all New Testament stuff. Um, yeah, there, there's stuff you can get from both of them. Uh, Old Testament is like great for, for uh, metal, really. Uh, Charlton Heston movies. Honest, really great art comes from the Old Testament stuff. It's very, obviously, fire and brimstone. It's very fucking cool and interesting and, and brutal. And the New Testament is more like philosophy. Mm. Um, and it's what... Um, uh, like before, this is going to history lesson, but, but before uh, Christianity rose and religion became like this, this uh, moral 
I don't center centerpiece. It was philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like you got all your like treat your neighbor this way, fucking you know, live your life. All that was from philosophy, and then he kind of got intertwined with religion, and then whatever the fuck history happened, and we are here today. But I get his point. I don't think he's that good at. It. <laughs> I don't think he's that you know I, yeah good of a songwriter or anything. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, obviously, I don't think they're good. But then also, I think because uh who they hang out with and uh effort to uh donate proceeds to like not because they could be donating to crazy like like mega churches which yeah but they don't so i'm just like you know what they're probably they're probably the type of christians you want to deal with yeah like you know, even if you hate Dave Mustaine, he's like a good Christian. Like he, he, by that I mean like he he believes what he believes. But he's like I, I I don't talk about it. Like you're not interested. I'm not here to preach. It's just it's I like it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's those. Are, I mean, like I said at the very beginning, those are the just good people in general. Like people that you like. Okay, yeah, you like mm-hmm. you you keep your shit to yourself because not everybody wants to be converted. Uh, this these guys seem the same way. Like they don't seem like fucking nut jobs. Um, at least regarding that, maybe regarding maybe their, are, their but, fucking yeah. paywall. I'm still not over that paywall, dude. Ah, uh, shit. I I think I'm over it because there's this. It's just so weird. It's <laughs> everything's weird. Like I mean, at least if they had a Patreon, we'd be like, oh, okay, well, they're another thing with a Patreon. But it's a weird like a, your your website. It's eh, it's odd. You calling them the Alliance? Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Let's fucking read about you and. Google or something anywhere else uh but Wikipedia. that is the first of the many we are on to the next of the many <laughs> the, these are all recent vagrant right all of them uh no epitaph oh epitaph is the last two right yeah yeah but this next one is, is going to be on vagrant uh this everybody came out two two, two i'm not tired sorry 2011 this is major minor Okay, okay, maybe we're back. Maybe we're back. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. No. I'm sorry, I can only sing like a whiny bitch or generic, generic rap. I got two, I got two modes. You get a pick. I liked him on uh, fire. <laughs> he started great on fire. This blows. Dude, I hurt real bad. I can't do that. Sounds fucking so generic. Oh my god. Worse. All right. I I'm okay. With, I am so okay with that, dude. Worse. This is this is the worst of all like this era for sure. Also, this one. I gave worse without looking into the lyrics, and then I look, and this, I would say this is the other real preachy, uh, Christian-y. 
Uh, I just think the songs stink, dude. I mean, the songs are real bad too. <laughs> the songs are pretty bad. It's fuck. Where? Yeah. This is produced by David Schiffman. Fucking, he, he's done Janet Jackson, uh, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai uh, is the only thing that matters. She don't. Marilyn Manson, Anna Flag, Anna Flag, and that's more set. Reduction members. A lot of stuff I don't fucking like, but uh, virtual insanity. <laughs> <laughs> so this. Album is truly <laughs> awful. Talk and about Shamirka. <laughs> way, way more. It turned the fucking episode in a different direction. I'll tell you that. Uh, so what's bad. what's good on here? Uh, <laughs> uh, the drums on blind. What? Sorry, I. Which one are you talking about? We yeah, hold on, hold on. on the big screen, man. Right yeah, thank you. Um, bl- yeah, blinded. Those blinded. I like those drums. You know what? I'm going to play a little bit because oh. it's at the beginning and it goes downhill real quick. Right on. It should, yes, it does. It sure does. It's like a bad Polvo riff. If Polvo was a bad band, which they are not, they are a very good band. That is good. That is good. Cool like no one asked for that. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. it. That's all you need here. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Uh, I oh, see. So I don't. Okay, I, I don't like any song here. But there are things that I I didn't know as like all right. I I, I I'll give something. I don't mind some of the riffs. Sort of in blur. <laughs> Blur's the best song on the album. It's it's got some moments. I think it. I mean, it definitely feels just like the rest, but it's it got a couple moments. The other thing, the other thing, the the first riff I legitimately like on the whole album, mm-hmm. Anthology. I don't even, I, even though it's towards the end, I don't. <laughs> it is, the song yeah. is still whiny and lame. Yeah. But... The song, but the, but the it, it's also has a little t- like I said before, uh, hinted, hinted at earlier, a tinge of happiness. So at least it feels kind of different in, a, in an yeah. album that has nothing but fucking emotional, angry rock. Because yeah, Blur is a good song, and then Words in the Water is absolute dog shit. Oh my god, is it bad? I mean, it's, it's so it's drivel. It's I, I real fucking bad. And then you know, I'm looking for something to get me out of that. And then I just look at the title of track nine. And I already fucking know. Listen through me. I wonder who me is. I wonder who. Through me. I wonder. So fuck those two songs. <laughs> call, it, boring. call it in the air. What is that? Some some sort of basketball, basketball, some sort of alley-oop. Kobe. It, <laughs> it's, it's back. It's again, more of the emotional rock, but without a single fucking memorable rip like dude it's one of the uh, in the the bigger heavier section it almost has a good riff in it that song almost has a good riff it gets close it gets close but even that even that that big section feels neutered and predictable i mean oh holy shit like there's there is nothing to be said about this if you hear one song you've heard every song Mm -hmm. and looking at the reviews yeah the world sucks holy shit Shit. Why? It's acclaimed. I mean, why? People don't have good taste. We're the smart ones, Alex. We're not the ones with bad taste. We're not the the one of the minority here that just thinks this band is dog shit. We're not idiots. I've I've <laughs> been 
IGN gave it a nine out of ten, dude. IGN. I forget. Actually, I used to review albums, They're which is fucking crooks. They're all crooks. Wild to me. Um, yeah, I've been perplexed by this band, and I feel old. Probably like 20, 20 years. Probably. Yeah. Going yeah. on. Hold up. Hold on. What's up? What's up? What's up? What? What you got? What you got? Kylisa was supposed to open up for them. Oh. Kylisa. Kylisa was supposed to open up. Oh my goodness. I know you guys. Hey, Savannah, Georgia. That should be, that should tell you something. I know you guys aren't as relevant as you used to be. And some people think you were this right in that wave of Savannah, Georgia metal, but I liked you guys. I haven't heard you guys. Therefore, I will not comment. Yes. I think you're rad. Put out a new album. You heard the man. Oh Lord. Uh, is there anything good to say other than what that we said? Probably not, right? I think we're out right of good. Uh, the last good thing I'll say is Kylisa has two drummers, and that's why I started listening to them. All right. Good thing about this <laughs> album is that Kylisa has two drummers. Note, noted. That would have been the best thing about this album was if Kylisa actually opened up for them. And Blur. This Blur. Uh, the song? Yeah. Not, not the, the band. band. Okay. The song. Just listen to Blur, and um, if you have a physical copy of this, burn it. Honestly, listen to the band blur over this. This album fucking blur. I mean, man, we can't, we can't, we get, we got to move on. I totally get why they went on hiatus after, after this. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, and it, I don't think there's any real. Is there any reason? Is, does it say any reason why they went on? I don't. Hiatus. Uh, oh, this is when we get into a little bit of a scandal. A little bit of juice here. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, they go on a hiatus for whatever reason, and then, um, I mean, the, the story of them getting back together is pretty just. Whatever standard thing like they like Dustin the rest saw. of their career, yeah, yeah, pretty. I mean, Dustin ran to uh, fucking Tepe on uh, a show when they're like, You want to get the band back together? I wonder what show it was. Let's do it. And then they shook hands like in Predator and Dustin, fucking, you son of a bitch. Yeah, well, yeah. they didn't, they probably don't cuss. That's right. You son of a onion. That was a terrible <laughs> Arnold. I'll fucking kill myself now. But so let's talk about it now. There's a little bit of scandal. And mm-hmm. it, it, it honestly has nothing to do with Dustin. He was just was in the church Happen where it be, happened. Yeah. It seemed like a bad coincidence. I will say Mars Hill, objectively a cool name. Mars Hill was the name of the mega church. It's a very cool name. Yeah. I'm just going to say that's a cool name. That would get me to join a church, maybe. But... If it has the word mega in front of the church and there's no space in between, there's usually usually not a good sign. So this is from from my boy Tom. He says, basically, Dustin Kenzer took a role in a mega church in 2011 slash 12 and left in 2014. It appears that if there's any fault, it lies with Pastor Mark Driscoll, Mm. which it does. Maybe there's some big dramatic story to be told, but it doesn't really come out in the article. So this is from the article. It says, in 2012, Dustin Kensrew, frontman of the currently defunct post-hardcore outfit Thrice. What about them is post-hardcore? I mean, Jesus. Two, Sorry? two, two albums. Not even two albums. Sort of one album and then kind of a half of the second album. All right. Sorry. He announced that he had joined Christian megachurch March, Mars Hill as a worship leader. However, after rumors of him no longer being associated with the church sprung up last night, he has released his official letter of resignation to the general public. Recently, the organization came under fire when a 4,000 word letter 
signed by nine pastors of the church, revealed that it called for leading pastor Mark Driscoll to take a step down, not just from the pulpit, but from all aspects of ministry and leadership. What <laughs> else would it mean? Dude, imagine being asked to step down from all aspects of leadership in every scenario. Like, I know you want to lead this brunch. You can't. You can't lead the brunch. You got to you, you gotta step in the back. It says, within, uh, within a week of the letter's release, four of its signees had left the church, one of them being Kenzer. The vocalist commented on the executive elders of... Oh, hey, when you called... Any any person an elder? It's already bad. Capital, That's a, capital, capital E. When it, a vocalist commented on the executive elders of the church in his resignation statement, saying, "While I believe that ge- the general view expressed above is a common uh, understanding of most of the elders and members of the church, it has been made increasingly clear, especially in the last week, that some of the elders, the executive elders in particular, have a very different understanding of what it is to be an elder at MH. What a weird wording, isn't it, Colty? It's Colty. Understanding of what it is to be an elder." There's, at Mars Hill. there's probably some boy fucking going on. Ah, uh, that's that's Catholic. You're thinking Catholic. Oh, okay. no, no. I looked into a little bit the Mark Driscoll stuff. It was um, it was like abuse stuff. He was yeah. just abusive to the staff and like a real piece of shit. And boys, I uh, didn't say anything <laughs> about boys. Uh, they, they, listen, when it's a, when it's a plug, let's go after Catholics. All right, we go off. We go after and Catholics. it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. They're it's not a. It's not quacking. It's quacking. <laughs> There's no boys involved. <laughs> it's just slander. <laughs> I slander the shit out of thrice in churches. I don't give a fuck. Dustin can't do molest boys. You heard it here. <laughs> now we're gonna get sued. All right, <laughs> we got a few more. All right, well, I can't believe we're still fucking doing this episode. I have to go to sleep soon. <laughs> yes, you do. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, this is after the reunion. Uh, this is uh, 2016's To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere. I love how douchey the... Uh, it's not good. Yeah. The... <laughs> did you read the Apple iTunes description? No. Absolutely not. Why? Wait, wait. Nine albums in. The Cali Rockers get political with a blistering dispatch from a paranoid world. I'm going to tell you right now, I will never in my life use the word blistering ever again. Or Cali. Yeah. The song, it is as accessible and mainstream friendly as it gets. That's not awful. It's not bad uh, for now. But uh, hold on here. Wait. If he's got a new style, everybody. Yeah, he's now faking grit. May not fake it. All grit is fake. Yeah, they want your lemmings. They want to open up for a matching dragons now. He's now. Purposefully making it. This is what's right on I'm trying to think of what other butt rock radio bet. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. This song is just a worse Foo Fighters song, especially in that chorus. Especially in that chorus. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Dave Grohl, dude. And get ready for the most Foo Fighters ass progression at the end of this. Right here. How yeah. how Foo Fighters is that shit? And then back to the admittedly pretty decent uh, verse. Uh, Jesus Christ, that song is driven. But so so is the album. I mean, this is 
him copying Gabe Girl in a lot of times Chris Cornell's voice a lot. Yeah. Weirdly. I will say songs like Blood on the Sun, although not bad, it makes me be like, okay, they aren't like crazy nationalist Christians. They're Oh, you mean lyrically? Yes. They're somewhat critical of uh Yeah, I figured they weren't crazies. War and all that. No. You know what didn't make my ears per- perk up? What did the window? The really? Why is that? I found I it to be extremely forgettable. It's like, hey, what's what's going on here? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> stock shit the rest of the way. Yeah, not great. Uh, so, wake Ooh. up. I think is the most Chris Cornell ripoff thing on the on the record for sure. I, I knew that was going to piss you off, but yeah. for different reasons, um, it sounds like one of those songs that's meant to be cool. This big heavy. And and yep we're all gonna sing along live yep sucks sucks oh boy do i hate a song that's trying to be cool and that one is trying to be cool god damn also i don't know if anyone could write a song about honey because i saw they had a song called black honey yep and it made me think of the awful metallica lou reed song i I never heard that i never listened to lulu I never We're brought go- myself to do it. We're going to have to uh, because it, it's just, it's just such an outlier. I think we should fucking do it. It's a thing I will listen to before I die. And I, I, we probably will listen to for this podcast. Yes. Yeah, so um, that song's awful. And then I was like, oh, this song's bad too. It is also bad too. It is a stinker. Yeah, apparently it's a staple in their... Uh, uh, the album Land of Rape and Honey by Ministry is incredible. <laughs> that is a fantastic album. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, fucking stay with me. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that one... <laughs> just, just, just so angry. We're both just so fucking done. That one, <laughs> I was like, this sounds like a Kings of Leon B-side, which is bad already. This is a band that wrote a song called Sex on Fire. Which is kind of funny. It's a cool, it's a cool, it's a cool visual. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Screaming anyway, the entire time. You know, Kingsley on first LP. Not bad. Not bad. I, do, I look at that. Look at that. We got range. <laughs> but they they changed into a different band. And yeah, it's just I don't really agree with what they turned into, but they have their like Kingsley on sound, and then it's obvious Thrice is dipping into that same pot of honey, and. Uh, there's a couple things I'm okay with. Uh, one of them is the very cool arpeggiated main riff of Death From Above. Oh, yeah. Quickly turns into the same edgy bullshit as the rest of the album, uh, but it's a little bit on the heavier side. I don't love it, but it is also, better. <laughs> fucking writing a song about drone warfare and you're calling it tough. Uh, At this point, writing a song about warfare is like, okay, the 80s did it already. <laughs> like, fucking, all right. We, uh, it's just, unless you have a cool angle or a really personal take on it it's like we get also, it it's bad i know it's bad also i guess the iraq war never really ended but it's like oh you're like 10 years late guys. A little, a little late. Oh, it turns out we shouldn't have gone in whole oh, jesus oh, shit. Well, they're, they're have re- you heard about this bush fella <laughs> holy shit someone ought to take care of this <laughs> this guy's running amok Oh, apparently Dick Cheney's the real puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of this guy, Dick 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and the last thing I actually don't mind so much is the closer Salt and Shadow, which I think is actually quite lovely. It's uh, it's just as moody as everything else, but it's, but it's got some nice pianos. <clears throat> it's the most gentle thing they've done since the, the ambient stuff. Is it boring? Most definitely. But at least it's different. I wrote that that was a nice, nice little attempt. It's not bad. It's not, not the worst thing ever. It's fine. For this album... I think it's fucking great. Oh, yeah, for this album. <laughs> also, I thought we had one album left. We have fucking... We have two left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's rough. This is how I felt listening. I was like, we got two left? Oh, my God. It never ended. No matter how deep I got, I was like, this is my life now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my. All right. Fuck, so, what, at this point, uh, Tom noted that there are a thousand managers and agents on the credits page. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he knows, he's like, now I understand why this band has monetized their website. All these booking agents <laughs> and managers won't pay for themselves, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it so- does make sense, though. Like, someone's got to, like, they have to have a lot of people helping them. I wonder if Thrice opened a church, what the membership would be like. Probably 20,000. Minimum, yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> That's a, was supposed to be an insult, but I don't know if it came across as one. <laughs> hey, I'll take 20,000 people. I'll kill for 20,000. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we don't like it. Shocker. I mean, fucking, you can Somewhat more bearable than the last. It is better. Yeah. It marginally. <laughs> marginally. But we, we were going, we're not going anywhere fast, but let's move on. Yes. This is 2018's Palms. Hey there, John Carpenter's on the track. John Carpenter. And not literally, but I see through your eyes. Uh, misleader, a misleader of an opener. I, you know what? I wasn't misled because I've been misled so many times. I knew better. It's your mother's song. I thought also, oh, go ahead. Uh, also, of course, of course, they're doing like that's what they're What's 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 trending? What's kind of hip and cool in 2018? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, I wasn't surprised that this wasn't a new direction for them, but I was disappointed because they have made wild shifts in genre. So I thought maybe they're like they got bored. There is a talking about wild shifts in genre. Uh, you know what? I guess this isn't. For what they are now, I guess this isn't bad. This is not a bad song. I mean, that bass sounds fucking rad. Sounds great. Um, there is a wild guest appearance on this album, which I don't know if you saw. I don't think I did. Go back to that wiki page. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to like, get the the mic, wa- the live mic reaction. Oh, see, it's uh, zero on personal. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh what? Right. I'm so upset. Right. I'm so upset. I didn't even fucking Emma Ruth Rundle, who I love. She, I that's insane. I, she's on here. She was on my fucking best of 2021. List. No, she's real good. Easy. She's fucking awesome. And she, I hate her now. I don't hate her now. But, it's just a wild guest appearance. And it's on the song "Just Breathe," which, which fucking sucks. <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's just the same as the rest. Uh, I will say the gray. I don't think they've tried to write a cool guitar riff in a real long time. That is their first cool guitar line in a while. I don't want. The, I think the rest of the song is awful, but that guitar line is very cool. Mm. I also don't mind the dark either because it does tone things down a bit. The synth, uh, it's really synth driven when it gets really big, which it, which does feel different. Uh, 
and the writing is still predictably dark, but it's not bad. There's even a choir on that one, mm-hmm. and the choir on that one is a bad choir. That was when I two hours ago when I said there is the, the there's gospel, which has a cool southern feel to it, and there's Christian rock gospel. All the, this is I, Christian rock. Gospel. I was gonna say all this fucking shirk shit, and they don't know they don't know a good choir. It's, I mean, it's literally in the genre gospel. Like you know it when you hear it. Like full on pop bands have implemented gospel in a very great way, and they're they're sticking with fucking I don't know uh, uh, jars of clay and shit like that. Mm. Uh, but this album blows, and the, those two songs are really the only ones that I, I like in the whole. I yeah I yeah probably the first three, and then it goes yeah. downhill real quick. Hundred uh, percent. Everything belongs can just oh. go. Get, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fucking go fall down on the biggest still though you can find. Ooh, my soul is it's smooth and sensual, yet still feels like every other song in here. But it, it's it's different ish. It's like I don't know, man. It, it it's different for this album. But if that's them mixing it up, eh, it's not enough. No, it's just not enough. No. Uh, also, this saying them like I. I know their faith base a branch in the river is just <laughs> it's got a cool main base riff, I'll give it that. I was gonna say there's some attempts, yeah, but they're and, at the end of the day. And guess what? Attempts. Cool outro though. Yeah, yeah. What if the album just ended right there? Be a lot better. Tell you right there. I, I mean, if not that career, much better. If but, their career this ended right there. Oh, I mean it's it would be too little too late. Uh Man, ugh, to hold up a light, fucking blood on blood. I mean, the the harps on blood on blood are nice, uh, and I think there's synth, synth, synth harps. I'm sure, but just wrote a fucking song called "Blood on the Sand." Then you're gonna fucking write blood. I don't know. There's something that grinds me. Well, you know how yeah, Christianity and blood. Uh, yeah, it's like a it's a thing. The blood of Christ and all that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm thing. sure that's something in there. Zero songs about wine though. <laughs> just whiny vocals. Just whiny vocals. He says, "Hi yo." I'm going low-hanging fruit at this point. Dude, low, low, you know, they hope they're grapes uh, because of the wine. Sorry. Uh, every song <laughs> is the same fucking thing. Like, I mean, it's five albums in a row of the same song, basically. Also, yeah, I've never heard a dead press before, but these, they gave it a damn near. Dead press, whatever the hell that is, gave it nine stars out of ten. Uh who cares about these people? These people, you're not real. We're not real. But at least we're being honest. I don't think any of these people are being honest. I don't think anybody's fucking being honest anymore. Oh my god. I will say, having briefly wrote for a uh, what I think was a, I don't want to get in trouble. Whatever. I used to. No, you don't give me any names. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I I used to write for a. Uh, Something that made content and, uh, you know, a publication of sorts of sorts. I'm using the term real loosely. Uh, they, I turned in a few honest reviews and the editor was like, I don't know about that. Our audience wouldn't like that. I'm yeah. like, I thought you wanted me to be honest. I thought you wanted the truth. You can't handle the truth. No, buddy. Yeah. no. So there's probably some aspect of that going on where, I don't know. Bryce is really cool to our publication. We can't. Yeah, and there's parts of me that like that they, don't. They got a hundred managers. We work for. They, I bet they own the world. <laughs> <laughs> they own every music person. Uh, except does can't always own us, baby. Uh, listen, like for the right price, you can. I can be bought easily. But 
it, so like there's a lot of there's a big part of me that's like I don't want to I'm a I'm a fucking artist too like I don't I get like I I, pre, I love and appreciate all artists because they're doing a thing that's that they it's hard to do and if you feel drawn to do it you need to do it then god bless you fucking do it uh but i'm also a psychopath who can't not be honest if i hate something i don't hate you i don't fucking hate dustin i don't i have nothing against the guy i, have, I don't give a shit i hope he's happy and he has a great family i'm sure he does but probably has like a hundred kids right I don't know. Maybe he can't have more than Max Cavalera. That motherfucker has like 10 mm. kids, but it, it's, if something is this egregious and offensive to me on a, a fucking musical level, I will be honest and it will get me in trouble mm-hmm. again. It, it's not going to stop happening until it's I end not, this fucking show. It's not the first <laughs> and it's not the last brother. Oh God damn. That's why WrestleMania is coming to Los Angeles this year. So Mike and Alex can tag team in a handicap match against all four members of Thrice. The mega year, the mega year, the mega year. Yeah, although they're named Thrice, maybe there should only be three of them against the two of us. <laughs> We're going to kill Riley, all right? We're going to fucking immediately kill him, all right? <laughs> Then go handicap match. They're going to fuck us <laughs> up so easily. <laughs> uh, that's what we get. Honestly, that's what we get hey, for this episode. They're probably in better shape than... 100%. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. Uh, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got one more album, all right? <laughs> I wish that was the end of the episode, but we got one more album. This is a long one. I wish that was... Surprisingly. Uh, yeah, that, I, that was... I should have saved that. Uh, Got to let it happen naturally. Here we go, everybody. Final album, but I'm sure they're going to release another one soon. This is 2021's Horizons East. Also, actually, aren't they like guaranteed planning on releasing another one? Fucking like Sunsets West or something? Yeah. What's up with all these fucking slash titles? Yeah. And I feel like it started on the fucking loose concept albums. Uh, I don't know. Man, this fucking Wikipedia is bone dry. And again. If you live in middle America, is your fucking radio station playing these fucking songs? Because I feel like that's who they're going for right now. But if you're not getting radio play, what's the fucking point? And it's easy to swallow. You know what? You know who he sounds like right here? Who's that? You're not going to like this. It sounds like it's a little bit like Scott Kelly. When, when Scott Kelly oh. sing, sings quieter. Yeah, no, Scott Kelly has uh, something in his voice where you know he's unhinged even when he's... It's it's a very smooth version of it, but yeah. it's the same kind of quiet, whispery gravel. And now it's back to... Good bass, though. Good drums. Yeah. Again, snappy. This is like one of the best songs they've had in a while. Very snappy. Yeah. Also, the busiest bass that they've had maybe ever. Yeah. Like a, a few, like a couple early songs. I thought this might not be a boring album, but... Uh, You'd be wrong. It's good they have the energy, because... Yeah. Is, like, I think this is the best of these late albums. Of the butt rock era? Of the shit, the shit final five albums. Uh, I think this is the best one. 
and I don't like it. And there's a lot, but it it feels the most varied. Mm, mm. And there's there's stu- there's more stuff on each. Um, there are more songs with stuff I like on it. Like even Scavengers is. I I think I think it's fine on its own, but I think I. If if you're listening to that following four of the it's kind of just the same yeah, yeah. fucking thing, uh, but I do like the main riff to buried in the buried in the sun. Uh, it actually it's not, it's, it's not I don't know it's one of the best songs they've had in a seriously long time. That one honestly. Uh, also, I fucking don't love it, but it's it's something different. So I'll take it. Uh, robot soft eroticism. Oh, well, it's after uh, exorcism. Or exor- sorry, yeah, that's where my mind's at. In yeah. the fucking gutter. Uh, yeah, this, my I, song title's way cooler. Yeah, it. I. It's got a lot of fucking boring in there. I like the subdued parts uh, a little bit, but overall, it's more the, the same. last two songs real fucking boring. Oh, I'm into the last two songs. Are you? Yep. So, Dandelion White. It's. Pink Floydian Moody, it's it's okay. It, what it does is it doesn't piss me off. Mm-hmm. That's a I'm hey you just take that right now. over the fucking yeah. moon right there. But uh, the final track was uh, "Unite of East" is I think the best song they've done since the fucking the element the fire the fire shit. Yep. Uh, I, don't worry, I'm, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I think it's the most interesting thing they've done in like eight albums. It is ambient. It's floaty. It's pretty. It has these overlapping pianos that sound random. Mm -hmm. It's like several different pianos playing different things at the same time. But like it's more mood than anything. Uh, The vocals are very minimal. They're angelic. Uh, I think it's actually good. It is nothing like the fucking standard rock generic bullshit of the rest of the album. Uh, especially of the, the the previous four albums, uh, it is the most interesting thing that they've done in a long time. I like that song. I think it's a good song. Uh, I think there's something to Still Life. It's a uh, it's a little bit meaner, a little bit more evil. It's it's I like it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's great, but it's cool. Uh, and then the the rest of I mean sorry the, the aggressive parts of the Dreamer are also fine. And I just I thought that was boring. Start to finish. There's a section at two twenty. That absolutely rips. And Are it we made, doing it or is this long enough? It made me... Might as well. 220? 220. Uh, we're thorough, goddammit. We're thorough even when we're dying. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <clears throat> oh, God, my voice is dying. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Why Why? Why you do this not to me? It knows we're tired, that's why. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, that's this is great. Yeah, you're right. It feels unlike any riff they ever do. It's kind of uneasy. Also, his voice is in his. It's mixed a little bit more spacey here. Yeah. Yeah. So that song is what turned it turned it for me. They're like, all right, that's a that's a that song's all right. It's got something in there. And again, that's mostly this album. It's the same old bullshit with a few tricks, a couple different things to mix it up. And that's why I think it's the best. But uh, aside from that, uh, you know, you've heard it. You've fucking heard it. Yeah. If you've heard this band. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think people listening to our podcasts. Uh, listen to bands like uh, like this. So 
Except for the the patron patron who requested it. <laughs> What's going on in your mind, bud? I don't know. Are you doing all right? Some of these, I don't understand them. They're either trolls or they just have a wide palette. They like all the weird shit that we cover, but they also like this shit that I we think, hate. I think that's fair and nice. I, 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 we need that, honestly. Yeah. Because you know how much I fucking appreciate the bands I like after hearing this? You know how much I love ISIS right now? The yeah. band. The band. The band, it's, yeah. It's just when when a band and a, an artist or whatever, when they do, I become so immensely grateful when they just do something I don't expect. It is such a small thing to everyone else or many people. But if I don't see what's going to happen next and it does, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like I'll, I'll play, I'll give it a proper plug whenever it comes out. But our fucking, we have a, we have a fucking listener, a Patreon member oh, yeah, who's, good. he's got a, he's from Finland. He has a fucking band and I don't want to do a, a plug because he doesn't have any like proper recordings out there. And I want you fuckers to hear this. And like, it's glory because this guy's band is fucking incredible. It's like, like, the the brutal, heavy, inc- incredibly, incredibly powerful shit that 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 we gush over the fucking the the sludginess, the fucking in- intricacy of of really good post metal. It's like I had no idea what what's gonna happen next. That's the kind of shit that's like, oh, I I want to go out fucking right now. I want to go out and write. I want to go out and perform right now because this fucking thing inspired me. They did something that I could not have thought of. Therefore, mm-hmm. I have to up up my I have to up my game now. That's the that's the shit I love. And this and this makes me question if I even like music. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I said that with Steely Dan. I don't like, even know why uh, how I You're like crazy. music. How can You're I like crazy. music? It's <laughs> this is the shit that it, it it good art can change your life in just as profound a way as bad art can destroy you. It will make you think art is bad and that you don't even like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we gained from this band. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> we gained perspective. Which is funny because, like, in the scheme of things, like most people, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I meet someone new and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking force myself to listen to thrice for a few dollars and, uh,. <laughs> I feel like we're, I'm better for it. We'll be like idiots. They'll be like, who the fuck is thrice? <laughs> That's exactly what they would say. Dude, we suck. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and watching. Holy shit. Let's do a little recap. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I should have been ready. So me, uh, Best personal favorite artists in the ambulance. You Thrice fans can fucking have that. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm tired. Uh, personal favorite, the Alchemy Index, volumes three and four. <laughs> Fuck you for naming an album. That. And then oh, Jesus uh, least favorite, v- 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 Visu. Visu. <laughs> uh, get your... Christian Rock the fuck <laughs> out of my face. It has moments. And then worse, major minor Christian Rock, but this time it's generic butt rock. Yeah, 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 oh boys. For me, best V. Sorry, sorry, we're going in order. We're going in order. Identity Crisis, worst, least favorite. There you uh, go. That's one of the, the biggest pieces <laughs> I, of shit. Ever. I do want to see them as men try to play these songs live. That would be great. Oh. I would go to that show. Dude. This album, 
sucks so bad. Hey, folks, this album's so bad. Oh, God almighty. It's one of the worst albums I've heard in a long time. And that is including The Virgins. I hate this album more than The Virgins. That's how fucking... Oh, God. It it changed a lot of things. And, uh, <laughs> and funny, little, little teaser, there's going to be an update to the show because of that album. <laughs> there's going to be a, ma- a major update coming to the show in a couple, a couple of weeks, and it stemmed from that album. <laughs> I don't... I knew about the update, obviously, but I didn't know it stemmed from that It was the that final album. straw. It was, I was like, okay, that's I can't what, yeah. keep doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys happy you changed the format? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an impact. That's yeah. an impact. Uh, Visu, best, not least favorite, best, because it showed what they were capable of. They can blend a genre that I don't like with stuff I do like into something that's actually different with surprising consistency. Not for everyone, but if you're open to emo, it's actually quite a good album. And Alchemy Index Volumes 1 and 2, personal favorite because and solely because of the first six tracks. They're the best six songs that they've ever done, and they never got good again after that. <laughs> Maybe for a little bit. Uh, 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 bits and pieces here and there, for sure. And, and, and yeah. But yeah. Oh, God. Thanks so much for listening and watching, and for Brian for suggesting this, even if you've left it an hour and a half ago. But also, you paid for it. You, if you want to get your money's worth, you should be here. Dude, these these Patreon episodes are always two hours. Like, there's no way they're not getting their money's worth. I mean, I whatever that means. Uh, but if you want to help us out and join the Patreon, patreon.com slash every album ever. If you're tier two, you can suggest artists to us just like Brian did. And that might not be a good idea if you, if you, <laughs> you know, you get, you get the idea at this point. You know, you what, can't do you know what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, there's also bonus episodes. You get early access to the Loose Ends episodes. You get discounts off merch. You get to see our schedule in advance. And you get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering next. Those are very fun. Uh, and you could, Yeah. Check out the Spotify playlist on Thrice. There's a link in the description. We got plates associated with all the episodes. You can find those at everyalbumever.com. Oh, you can follow me on all social media at PanderMonkey and Alex on Instagram at MotherPuncture. And if you feel so inclined, my debut EP, PanderMonkey by PanderMonkey, it is, well, different than this, to say the least. It is a little better in my opinion, but I I'm thought, a little biased. I thought both of you guys played post-rock. These guys are called post-hardcore. Okay. Post, I I would call what I the EP post-rock, but even then, it's uh, it's got... Uh, I think digestible intros. Post rock has a. I'm just trying to stir the pot. No, I know. <laughs> Listen to it for fuck's sake. Uh, and also, I also follow our history guy Tom, Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond Sounds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as his Substack, Tom Osmond Substack dot substack dot com and his debut album, So Much for All in Days Work, which you can find on all the platforms as well as all the links in the description. Now, I think that's it for the plugs. If I didn't no, weirdly skip anything, okay. What are we we doing? We're doing the flame de- deluge. Okay, duh, duh. We gotta do it, duh. Hell yeah! So this is the most brutal song for uh, and a band who will never ever sound like this it's ever a again. Misleading song, but it's fucking good. It is a good ass song. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.